The 93X Half-Ass Morning Show podcast is sponsored by Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Get $40 off a furnace or AC tune-up or double your savings and get $80 off when you get them done at the same time. Visit standardheating.com to save now. The 93X Half-Ass Morning Show. 93. 1987. Bases loaded. Two out. Bottom of the sixth. Twins lead by one. And Herbeck gets a high. Gantt gets back to first, and he's out. I don't know, Jack. It looked like Herbeck pulled him off the bag. I think the Braves have a legitimate complaint right here. Ken Herbeck makes the tag, and watch the momentum of Herbeck pull Gantt off the bag. He pulls him off the bag. Into deep left center for Mitchell, and we'll see you tomorrow night. Minnesota bench hoping to get this winning run across here in the 10th. It's carried by and Gladden the third. Base it loaded, one out. Pena in a jam. The Twins are going to win the World Series. The Twins have won it. It's a base hit. It's a one nothing, 10 inning victory. Ladies and gentlemen, play ball. Play ball. Play ball. Beautiful stuff you played for us right there, Josh. That'll pump you up, won't it? Yeah, that, that kind of made my day. Thank you, Josh. <laughs> Doesn't matter how many times I hear it, it's still beautiful. Pretty excited, are you, Ashley? Yeah. Keep in mind, the twins are not in the World Series. I know. (laughs) So you will not see them tonight. It was 32 years ago today that Jack Morris tossed that one to nothing, 10 inning victory over the Atlanta Braves, and the bastard pitched all 10 innings all by himself. 32 years. As the original toolmaker Jesus said, these highlights are giving me the chills. Mm. Totally with you. Gene Larkin lofted that ball out into left center. And we won it all again. You had a little 87 in there, too, in Josh's intro. Whew. 91, 32 years ago today. Oh, we were drinking. <laughs> I bet. Oh, my damn, that we do some beer drinking on that night. That 91 World Series nearly killed my grandma. Mm. Uh, you're going to text in and wonder, the one with the nice rack? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> and she um, she's, she was prone to fainting. She she was like a goat, right? Oh. One of those fainting goats. Where, oh, God, it would overwhelm her. And yeah, she, uh, and she would faint. I mean, falling off step ladders, everything. For whatever reason, she would faint very easily. And there was a couple times during that series where she just went out on the couch. She was a little too hyped Mm. up. (laughs) Why is it when we get older, we're more and more drawn to baseball? You know, that's a great question. That's always the joke, right? It's for old people or or whatever. Right. But that does seem to be the case. Although, I got to say, you know, my kids are really into it. They love it. I got them season tickets. As you know, you you, uh, introduced me to the ticket guy. I got them season tickets for uh, Christmas last year and this year. Again, it's going to happen. You know, yeah, your stepkids are what Major League Baseball dreams about young people who are passionate about the game and want to go to the game and follow it up and down no matter what. For my steps on hockey, number one. But I, I don't know, I would almost say baseball is right there with it. It's a beautiful thing. That, that gives me a good feeling, Josh. That, I can, that there, our future is in good hands? Yes. I can die and know that there's some young people who are going to keep baseball going. Well, my stepson, he's a very popular influencer, Nick. Um, he's on TikTok. <laughs> 
Google and uh, YouTube and um, I'm trying to think what else would piss you off. He's a fall color. No, 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 he's not. Yeah, he does. No, he's just a good kid. Sometimes he takes a bun, he skips the hot dog, he just puts ketchup right in there. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know why you're trying to ruin the beautiful. Yuck. We can bring it back. Big bearded Jared and Beef Cannon Jesus. Today's their Fridays. And uh, Beef Cannon Jesus wants us all to suck it. Mm. To, today, okay. today is their Friday. Today is their Friday. That's awesome. Good for them. You know, it's funny. When uh, Big Bearded Jared, he texts that a lot earlier. He's an early riser, and he has been for decades. And it took me a second to realize today was Friday. Because I thought, <laughs> oh, that's great. That's awesome. Short week for you. I'm like, wait a minute. Today's our Friday as well. <laughs> Good for you if today's your Friday. And you know what? Back to the... The 91 World Series. So what if Herbeck pulled him off the bag? What are you going to do about it now? What are you going to do now, Tim McCarver? Oh, well, Tim McCarver's dead. He can't do anything. What are you going to do now, Ron Gant? Well, if you're our boss, he's still he's still bitter about it. He is. That was one of the the greatest. Well, he, he's so good at trolling. He is very, very good at it. You can't get one over on him. But when he first started here, you know, he uh, we talked about this, right? We talked about this controversial play. And he... he Printed a picture of it, right? And put it in the studio the next day to say to show his evidence. Yeah, one of the first conversations I had with your boss, Derek. <laughs> um, one of the first conversations, he, he mentioned that he grew up in Atlanta. And uh, I think one of the first things he said was, I grew up in Atlanta. I'm still pissed off about the 91 series. And that was just funny. Right from the get-go, we had a little, you know light moment Josh you were sitting there too and so we kind of argued back and forth about the 91 series and like Josh was saying two three days later we come into our studio here and he's printed off a massive poster of Kent Herbeck physically pulling Ron Gant (laughs) off of first base from whatever at the time this would have been whatever 27 years ago that was very funny and, you know, the, Josh had audio there of the Kirby home run in game six. I, at 32 years have gone by. I still can't believe that I caught that ball. That's amazing. You know it's funny. A lot of people can't believe you caught that ball. <laughs> I, I, I can't believe it, and I caught it. Yeah, a lot of people simply do not believe you caught that ball. It's one of the big questions I get often when people find out I work here. Did Nick actually? I'm like, yeah, of course he caught that ball. I caught that ball. And then, of course, we uh, come full circle. Tonight, the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Texas Rangers play game one of the 20 plus 23 World Series. I'll be watching that. I'll be watching that. 91, the greatest series ever played. A lot of people say that, don't it they? It was. It was. It was. It was. It was Not sad. just Minnesotans. No, no. Hell no. It was said right away, and it's still talked about today. It was a beautiful, magical time to be alive and aware of what the hell's going on. So that's the deal. I uh, I briefly mentioned, you know, I've told the story before about the first pair of naked breasts I ever saw. Unfortunately for me, were my grandmother's by accident. Yes. And uh, the worst part is, as I've mentioned, they were fantastic. Right. And probably the best I've ever seen. Ever. <laughs> and it disturbs me. But I'm just trying to get it out there. It's therapeutic for me to bring it up. Of course. Uh, you, yes. Draw a picture of them for me real quick while you're telling the story. All right. Just give do, me an idea. I'll I mean, do my best. You've told the story so many times, and, and why wouldn't you? Because it's a great story. And, I, and I've, of course, I've fantasized. I've pictured what they might look like. You say they're the best you've ever seen. But, but you know, just t- I, you I think it's messed me up, to be honest with you. I, it probably has. It would mess most <laughs> of us. It's probably warped you a little bit. 
I didn't mean to, you know, interrupt your your story, but I just uh, you're a pretty talented artist. You've drawn. Oh, no, I'm not. Yes, you are. He's right now. Josh is is he's drawing what his yeah, kind of grandmother's rack looked like. I'm kind excited. Of, yeah, I'm very, very much you excited. Guys, well, you guys see aren't going to see it. <laughs> it's for me and Cubby. It's for, from him to me. It's you not... guys are making it gross. Nick just wants to see my grandmother's breasts. Yeah, I just <laughs> want to try to get a perfect idea of what they look like. He's still over there drawing, yeah. so he must know what he's doing. He's got an easel out and everything, and he's yeah. doing doing some uh, oil painting. This is going to be beautiful. I didn't mean to interrupt to sound like you had a text message regarding your grandmother's breasts. I yeah, just I don't want you to forget. Yesterday, just kind of out of nowhere, my cousin texts me, You know, we, the cousin that we share this grandmother with, and he's telling me uh, he's a police officer, and he was saying some guys on the force will not drop it, and he gets crap all the time. <laughs> Just, saying, just describe them to us. We want to see what, what they were. Incredible. Well, but yeah. he never saw them, did he? No, Your no, he never did. But he, uh, okay, Josh is passing me a picture. Oh, you dirty bastard. <laughs> well, you asked. Well, okay, I asked for you to draw her breasts. You drew your entire grandmother. Well, I wanted you to get perspective. <laughs> you need a perspective, otherwise you wouldn't know how big they were. I know this is just between the two of us, and it... And, that's the way it should be. But do you mind if I describe what you've drawn for me, not only to uh, Ashley uh, Wapple and Dana, but to our listeners? To the St. Paul Police Department? To yeah, the, go ahead. Do you mind? Uh, Josh has gone ahead. I, I thought maybe you just draw a big, fat set of cans, but you've you've drawn a full picture of your grandmother naked. Now, some of it I had to just assume. I, Like I said, I just saw her from the waist up. Completely. Okay. It was, she wasn't completely naked. Of course. Uh, Thank God. <laughs> she has long hair. Long hair. She has beautiful cheekbones. She has a pretty face with high cheekbones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah pretty lady. Um, she's got. She's smoking a cigarette. She, she was she, a chain smoker. She, she smoked cigarettes. Yeah. And you know what? I mean. I don't think I ever saw her without one. It was a common thing. And I lived with her. Amongst that generation. Hell, my folks still pull down cigarettes like it's their friggin' job. All day, every day. Uh, I mean, you know, you know the old slogan: "If she smokes, she pokes." I mean, that was a real thing back in the day. She does have you have drawn her to have very firm, high set, round breasts. All natural, right? Yeah. Um, small areolas. Yeah, that's how I remember. Them. Of course. But I was also in the middle of closing my eyes, so maybe they just appeared smaller as I my eyes closed. She has, uh, and I'm going to save the best for last, she appears to have oversized feet. Did she have trouble getting... <laughs> did, did she have no, trouble was, getting I around? I was trying to race through the picture oh, there. Oh, okay. She, her yeah. feet really, she was a part-time clown. Those were shoes. Okay. Her feet really weren't 10, 15 times larger than no, the average? No, no. Okay. And uh, in closing here, um, as I'm describing Josh, who just drew me a picture of what he remembers his uh, naked grandmother uh, to look like, uh, she has an absolute hornet's nest between her legs. Oh, it, my gosh. Absolute, it was I an cannot... assumption of her generation. Oh, that's an assumption. Yeah, this was 1986. I think that was common. Yeah, yeah it was. that's a safe call. It was in 86. She grew up on a farm. I, I, you know, I don't know if... They she, didn't. They it, did not have time for personal grooming. No, she was too busy well, working on the farm. Working on a farm. Thank you for that. She job. was Iowan, you know. So oh. I, again, I'm making a lot of assumptions. She was an Iowegian. Yeah, So's my mom. That's right. You've mentioned that before. Thank you. I'm going to remember this forever.
Well, I'm glad you you had an opportunity to see what I saw. Now, let me draw you real quick uh, what I assume uh, my grandparents looked like naked. I'll be right back with you. I'm looking forward to this, too. Which side of the family would you like me to start with? Uh, Your dad sounds pretty adventurous. My dad's side of the family? Okay, I'll get this going. I'd like to see this. My grandfather, too? Oh, please. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Actually, I, you don't even need to worry about the grandmother. Uncles, I, aunts, all of them? No, 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 just grandma and grandpa. All right. And you know what? If they, if you want them to be doing an activity together, that's cool as well. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, I don't know what they like to do all together. All right, that's enough. <laughs> that is not right. Speaking of uh, skin, uh, Josh, I know you've been... Hoping that this Halloween, your old lady might wear a more revealing Halloween costume this year. Yeah, I, I want her to slut it up. Yeah. I don't know if she's... We, we, well, we all do. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And I'm, I'm cool with it. I, I just wish that she would slut it up. I don't know if she ever did before me, but I've never seen her outside of in the boudoir in a sexy, slutty uh, outfit. You don't know if she ever did before you. You never asked I know, her. I guess I never thought about it. Text her real quick. She's up early, isn't she? Yeah, she wakes up early. Text her real quick. Boy, Dear I'm really uh, slut. kind of ordering Josh. <laughs> what the hell did you just say? Nothing. I got Josh drawing pictures of his naked grandmother. I got him texting the wife. Ask her before the two of you got together if she ever really pushed the limits of, of uh, what's tasteful uh, when, when oh, dressing up did. for Halloween. If she did, I have a guess. I'm going to write it. Okay, you're going to guess what if she did, costume yeah. she might have gone with? Okay. Well, this piece, uh, this could be a good piece of news for you, Josh, on the topic. Again, you're hoping your wife might be a little more revealing in her Halloween costume this year. Uh, it's, uh, and this is, I mean, no surprise, I guess. It's, this is the way it's been for decades. Not always, but it's it's been that way for for a good stretch of time now, a couple of decades, the majority of women do plan on slutting it up this Halloween. That was always the best part of Halloween, you know, once you reach adulthood, right? Didn't, didn't really kick in until, I'd say, the late 90s. Yeah, I would say it was a high school thing. Yeah, late 90s, all of a sudden, maybe because, you know, things loosened up in the late 90s. Girls Gone Wild and Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera and porno became mainstream and everything. Maybe that's what sparked it. Because trust me, when I went to Halloween parties in 1990, 91, and 92, it wasn't a thing. It just wasn't. Hmm. It wasn't. So, My wife just got back to me. She has never slutted it up on Halloween. Never. Never. What? That's surprising. But here we go again. According to a recent uh, survey, the majority of women plan to really let her buck this Halloween. Not so many men are planning. Oh, that's too bad. To uh, shoot. Well, I'm staying in then. Actually, you wouldn't like that. I don't. I couldn't care less. Really? Yeah. Well, it's it's still it's still a pretty good number for the dudes. Oh, I thought it was pretty high. It was higher than I would have thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I just read it again, and it dawned on me. It's not a, if you're a lady who wants to see men running around this Halloween wearing next to nothing. You got pretty good decent odds 43 percent of men said yeah i'm gonna slut it up myself that's way higher than i would have guessed yeah, yeah definitely yeah. Now, it's it, way more than should exist yeah i'm not capable of doing that 
it's 72% of women, 43% of men say they're going to get out the goods for you. And that really does nothing for you, Ashley. No. You know, I think I know you well enough to know you would rather go to a party with a bunch of sexy women showing up scantily clad. 100%, yes. 100? Yeah, 100%. So there you go. I hesitate to ask this question, but Ashley, you're the only girl here. Uh, (laughs) Do you plan on dressing in that fashion? I can't even say the words. Dressing in that fashion for your Halloween party we weren't invited to. Uh, Yes. Yes. Is is that part of the reason we weren't invited? Now that I, yeah, that's, that's probably a good point. That would have been weird for me. All right, so no originally, but now that you think about it, yeah. it's a bonus. I, I yeah, think, that I, would have been I odd. think it's just because she hates us. Now, of the people who are going to be scantily clad this Halloween, again, 72% of women, according to this survey, 43% of men, of, that, of those folks, 19% of them admitted that the costume is full-on, all-out, just a propped up to get them some action. They're trying to get laid. That's the whole point, right? Well, sometimes. I mean, you can't make that assumption, but that's, you think there's pretty good odds. Yeah, for some people, that's the point. For others, they just want to look good. They just want you to see what they uh, what they got cooking. Some say just getting into a costume. Doesn't matter what kind of costume. Some say just crawling into a costume, painting your face, whatever route you take, is a turn-on. It's role-playing. Yeah. Yeah, that can be fun. Sure. Yeah, Josh, I'm thinking about it even more, about, about the party situation. That would have been really uncomfortable for for you, I believe, because I'm I'm uh, dressing up as a nun for Halloween. <laughs> oh, and, and you just mentioned it was going to be a provocative one? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, seeing you in any sexy outfit, number one, would make me uncomfortable, but especially that, that's double duty. I think yeah, I'd they, be able to make it through. I found uh, one of those, uh, it's kind of like a whip, and it, uh, it has a cross at the end. It's like a religious nun oh. whip. You got any Bible uh, Bible bangers coming over to the house? They're going to be upset. No, no, I do not. The, uh, yeah, I mean, shoot, a- you guys saw me on our Fourth of July booze cruise. I forgot if it was this this year or last year. I had to cover up fun size Jesus. I thought she was dressed too provocative. <laughs> yeah, right, I took my yeah. jacket off and I covered her up. A dirty sexual nun is the route you're going to take. Yep. Well, that is going to have some people in this community upset. <laughs> Although I wonder if some of the, you know, the the real Catholics or Christians would kind of there'd be something there. Like that's that's not right. I'm kind of into it. That type of thing. Oh, oh sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, I grew up going to Catholic school. We had most of our teachers were nuns. It it doesn't really do anything for me. I see where you're going. It might loosen but, some folks up. Yeah. They might they might see the sexy nun and say, well, you know, uh, so you're gonna go as a nun. I'm thinking about going as being nun. Who? And my motto will be, don't start none, ain't gonna be none. Nobody? The roller skating movie with the little Bow Wow? Nothing? I, yeah, I never saw it. Bow Wow? Roll Bounce? <laughs> one of my greatest regrets, not yeah, seeing Roll Bounce. I think you're going to have to explain that one a lot. <laughs> yeah. I have before, and and it, and it still didn't work. You guys still haven't gone to see Roll Bounce? No. No, no it's not on my, like, my list he- of no, movies. Really, seriously, it's a hell of a fun movie. It's kind of a kid's movie, but it's really mm-hmm. fun and funny. It was really what? popular when I worked at Blockbuster, I can tell you that. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, you, trust me. I'm, I'm not just. Oh, you know, Nick Cannon's in it too. That that's who plays Bean Nun. Okay. And his motto is, "Don't start none. Ain't gonna be none." I love that movie. Nick There's, Cannon only had what 10, 12 kids at that point. <laughs> yeah. Barely a dad. Started. Yeah, he was yeah. just a young lad at that point. Barely a dad. It really is a fun movie, and there's a. I, I've explained this to you before. There's another character in the movie. I think his name is Sweetness. He's like the stud at the roller rink. Sweetness. I think that's what it is. Sweet pea. Maybe you'd have to look him up. He's hilarious. He's hilarious. He's, he's gorgeous. Sweetness. Sweetness. Played by Wesley Jonathan. Dude, it's so funny when sweetness comes out. How did we get to talking? Oh, yeah, it's my fault that we're talking about Roll Bounce, a movie from... A movie from <laughs> it's Sydney. always your fault when we're talking about Roll Bounce. It, ha- it has nothing to do with Halloween, and suddenly I'm going on and on about a 17, 18-year-old movie starring Lil Bow Wow. Uh, but Josh, Josh, when sweetness, before he steps onto the roller rink because he's so fine, when sw- before he steps out, he's got hot ladies... That lint roll his uh, outfit. <laughs> and then he steps out. And all the 12 year old girls are like, ah, sweetness. <laughs> all right, I'm sorry. Somebody pointed out, Ashley, when Dana mentioned that uh, you hate us, you didn't say a word. Oh, I figured you guys knew I don't, I don't hate you. You're supposed you. to deny it. I do not hate you guys sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. So <laughs> I can live with that. So the standard. Standard is that you do hate us, but there's sometimes you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm good with that. Uh, Halloween, huh? What a scam. It's going to happen. So, uh, <laughs> Ashley, you're having a party, obviously, this weekend. And you're having you have two parties, right? Because your birthday. Didn't you say you're having another one? Um, No, I'm just going out to dinner. You're Nothing too crazy. Okay. Yeah. Anybody else doing anything? Uh, no, but I have a motto. Hmm. Yeah, what's that? <laughs> Oh my gosh! Does that have to related? I walked right into that. Does that have to do the 2005 roller skating uh, dramedy? <laughs> oh yeah, I told you that already. Yeah, didn't I? I okay. heard. All right, you guys know my motto: uh, going out for Halloween. No, I have no plans to do Nothing. anything for Halloween. I think I we're a... gonna bar crawl in Stillwater. Oh, oh that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. No plans at all. Why Stillwater? Just because they have a good time down there? Jesus. Yeah, and it's pretty close to us. Oh, that's true. I, I kind of forget. Because for me and Nick, it's the opposite end of the world. My yeah. God. Yeah. Let me ask you something, Waffle. How do you get yourself out of bed knowing that you're that close to Stillwater? <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine I can't imagine ever saying, yeah, we're heading to Stillwater, because, you know, it's close by. I can't imagine ever he- being able to say that out loud. I like Stillwater. <laughs> yeah, uh, I do, too. Actually, you were asking yesterday if our neighbor, we were talking about different things with Halloween and if our neighborhood was going to... You know, I mentioned in the past they set some time, not like it, just kind of like a suggestion. Here's when everybody's going to go. I got the the mailer yesterday. Nice. So they are. It's earlier. That's so smart. Then you can plan ahead, and oh, you can turn your lights off. They can go to bed early. Yeah, that kind of thing. That sounds perfect. Yeah, well, maybe I'll go with sweetness <laughs> to a party. That would suck because then you'd have to explain it to pretty much everybody. I'd imagine. <laughs> no, not everybody. You guys are the only four people I know that haven't seen Roll Bounce. Um, <laughs> Back to sexy costumes, okay? You, I, you know I like to play guessing games on the program. You know that, don't you? Yeah, I do. All right. What I have here are the most sexy... Uh, not That's not how you say it. What I have here are the most popular sexy costumes for women. Go. What are they? Uh, a maid. Okay. No. A nurse. Nurse. Yep. No. A cop. cop. Okay, we've got one. A sexy police officer is on the list of the most popular sexy costumes for women. Keep going. Sexy character from Roll Bounce. No. <laughs> that but would everybody's be... seen that movie. <laughs> uh, Superwoman. 
No. Superwoman. Teacher. A secretary. No. All right, I'm just going to tell you. You guys suck at this. I can't believe nurse isn't on there. It's not on there. It's a classic. Sexy devil. Ah, uh, yep. Done okay. that. You have done the sexy devil. Yep. Oh, a sexy cat. Yes, ah, Wapo. Yes, yes, a sexy cat. Yep. I think the sexiest cat ever was Ernest Miller. I don't know. For me, it's Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> He's one cool cat. People are saying, is that all the guy likes to do is dump references on the crowd that nobody has any idea? <laughs> Ernest Miller, back from the old WCW mm-hmm. days. He was a, he was the cat, and he would dance. He was sexy. <laughs> uh, Creepy. A sexy Barbie. Yeah, this year oh, that's, that's going to be big. Huge. That's popular, yeah. Is, the, uh, is also on the list of the sexiest costumes oh, for Playboy women. Playboy Bunny. You said cop. That's on the list. There you go. Sexy Bunny is in there. What's your name again? Ashley. That's uh, a fun one. You're missing, you're missing one more, uh, and I don't know why. Well, it's be- If you think this year, popular this year, that would be perfect for Taylor a- Swift? That's, that's a good one. A television show yeah, from, the, from the old days. That got really popular on Netflix. Way old days, like 50s, 60s. It'd be good to watch in the middle of the week. Ah, uh, you lost oh, me. Oh, Wednesday, Adams. Oh. Yep. That's right, a sexy Wednesday, Adams. Yeah. Oh. That's kind of strange to me, but I don't know what's going on. I yeah, still make those, references to a late 90s WCW wrestlers and Lil Bow Wow movies. Okay, what about uh, sexy costumes for men? Firefighter. Uh, no. A cop. No. A genie. <laughs> that, what? If what? That, you know what? That's not Why on the not? list, but it really should. I agree, Wapo. Yeah, what do you mean? Like, a, that is du- stupid that it's have, not on the list. You could have a lamp and you could be telling people to rub it all night. Oh, yeah. the dude, like, like the dude who sells that floor wax? Wasn't he a genie? What was that product called? The bald genie. He had a ring in his ear. Oh, Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. I was thinking more along the lines of Aladdin. But... Yeah, I, I hear you. Oh, Aladdin. I don't know Aladdin. Here's you nailed the, it, uh, Wapo. <laughs> There's just three. They only list three most popular sexy outfits for dudes for this Halloween. They go with uh, sexy gladiator, right? You show up with just a little skirt on. That's fun. Oh, yeah. Yep. Or like a Roman person wear just a toga. Sure. Maybe maybe some would say Roman person. They're going with the term gladiator. Uh, sexy cowboy. Okay, you following that? Yeah, yeah. that doesn't do much chaps. for me. Sexy you, cowboy Bob oh, Orton. Just a regular cowboy oh. does something for me. That does nothing for you, Ashley? No, not my style. You, you ain't going to be one of my buckle bunny friends then. <laughs> <laughs> Wapple is. Some ripped yeah. dude walks in with a cowboy hat, assless chaps, and a couple, couple of, of six, six shooters. shooters. Yeah, yeah, you're going you're gonna to wet yourself. <laughs> bang, bang. And this is that's right. Bang, bang. I'm not so sure about the way you said that. <laughs> I agree. It was a very sexualized bang, bang. Yeah. From now on, that's the only way I want you to say it. <laughs> and this is really strange that in 2023, you know, when this, this survey was just conducted a handful of days ago, what are the popular sexy costumes for men? What are the popular sexy costumes for women? Making the top three for men... Hugh Hefner? What? <laughs> How long's that guy been checked out? Yeah, it's, it's kind of odd that's still going on. 
But yeah, but uh, like couples costume, you could have like oh, three other Playboy bunnies. Yeah. Oh my God, it's been done it's to all death. All about the bunnies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that was so high school. Been done mm -hmm. to death. Oh, oh, I missed one. Oh, well, this was only one person. They, they pointed this out because only one person answered in this fashion when asked, you know, what are you going to be this year? You know, if you're dressing sexy and this individual said yes, what's your character going to be? And I'm going to end up making another reference that nobody knows. Well, Wapa will know it, but no one else will know it. One person, one dude said they're going to go as a sexy sriracha sauce bottle. Yeah, it's dumb. Yeah, that's pretty dumb. Yeah, that, I don't know how you well, can make that sexy. Yeah, I'm trying to figure did, that out as well. Who does it remind? Well, it depends on where the sauce is coming from. Uh, right? Well, it should be the top, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Who does that remind you of, Waffle? Curry Man. Curry Man. Oh, yeah. The wrestler, Curry Man. We're pretty prude in Minnesota. Only 8% of people plan on dressing sexy. It's cold. Yeah, it's cold. Yeah. Hey, Wisconsin, 4%. Uh, nobody's sexier from, from, from Wisconsin. South Dakota, 33%. They're going sexy. 33% of them in South Dakota? Yeah, and there's only like 5,000 people in South Dakota, so that's almost all of them. Mm -hmm. It's pretty good. Have you seen the sexy sriracha costume? No. No, but no. I've seen Curry Man and Roll Bounce and uh, Ernest Miller. <laughs> it's pretty stupid. It's just a dress that's like looks like a sriracha bottle that's red, and then you have the green cap. Oh, yeah, I've seen this before. Yeah, but if you wear that WAPO and you walk around saying, bang, bang, I bet you're going to get some. <laughs> we got a busy day today. We're going to dress. Drag some poor sucker on the air for our purple pick'em challenge. We're going to talk to Watch His Nuts from the Vikings. Andrew DePaula. And uh, F me running if we're not going to get to another dad fight with uh, Watch His Bag and uh, Stupid <laughs> Ass. Brad Ryder and Randy Shaver. Right. Looking for. So, oh, oh, one more thing. Hmm. By damn, do we have a concert announcement to dump on folks before we roll out of here today. Oh, my damn. Do this, we have a concert announcement? We'll be there, hand in hand, one. in tears. I was excited for some certain people that I care a lot about when I heard about this. Please tears. tell. Mm -hmm. Who are these people? Tears in my eyes. Tears are falling, you might say. No, I'm kidding. That's, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to lead people in the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah, you just went bullet for my Valentine, <laughs> and that's a great song. That's a great Wait, song. Wait, what? what? Tears are falling, bullet? That's a kiss song. Yeah, it's a kiss song as well, obviously, but... Bullet for my Valentine covered Tears Are Falling yeah, by Kiss? Yeah, that's the one that scared you anytime I played it. I didn't know that was a cover. I thought that was just theirs. No, it's not a cover. I'm oh, just okay. saying. Oh, okay, okay. I'm joking around making Kiss references. It's not a Kiss reference. Maybe a decent hint would be, you know, I mentioned tears. Uh, some would say that uh, there should be no more tears. No, it, you know, you're I'm referencing Ozzy. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's not an Ozzy. It's not Ozzy. It's not Kiss. So what... When do we make this announcement? I forget. Is it we, 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 is it one minute before nine, or yes. is it two minutes before a different time? I can't remember. It's 8.59. 8.59 we can make the announcement. So it's one minute before nine, not two minutes before any other time. Some, but some folks are following this now. Yeah. They're following this. One minute before nine, we're going to make this announcement. 
you know how I was given hints about tears? Yep. You know, some say that everybody wants to rule the world. No, no, no. That's just tears for fears. It's not it's tears. It's not tears for fears. No, no, no. no. I, that'd be greatly anticlimactic. Although I did see tears for fears in concert a few years ago, Josh, and they were absolutely outstanding, and I hate myself for saying that out loud. My body would absolutely Oh, I love bet they're that. good. Yeah, by the way, we screwed it up, Waffle. Tears don't fall. That That's, uh, oh. yeah, we were close. Oh, so... What's the for name Bullet the, for My Valentine. They play Tears Don't Fall. Kiss yeah. plays Tears. I think they were just in town, too. It's not Kiss, it's not Ozzy, and it's not uh, Tears for Fears. But trust us, at one minute to nine, you're going to fall down and touch yourself. When we announce the little Bow Wow concert. I hear this <laughs> concert is going to be a slaughter. That's how it's being described. Oh! I might bring my daughter. <laughs> I might. <laughs> there you go. We'll be right back on the Half-Assed Morning Show. Half-Assed Morning Show. They're loud. They lose control. They do their little circus act. They're a nuisance. 93X. Grace here, customer service rep at Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Our customers are our top priority, whether that's providing same-day service or solving a cooling issue for that addition on your home. Ashley, tell our listeners about this month's AC specials. Get started on your spring cleaning checklist now. With the weather warming up, it's the perfect time to get your AC tuned up with Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Get $40 off a furnace or AC tune-up or double your savings and get $80 off when you get them done at the same time. Visit standardheating.com to save now. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's what women binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. We have Lauren Bosworth with us. Yay! The Hills. So what is like your number one question from fans? The primary question I still get asked was, what, is it real? <laughs> In 2024, to me, is a surprising question to get because I feel like everybody has been through the reality TV gauntlet at this point. What women binge wherever you listen. Stupid news on the half-assed morning show. All right, let's go ahead with the stupid news. Man, I don't want to be here today. You don't? I want nothing to do with any of this. Just a handful of more hours. I want nothing to do with it. That's what I was saying to myself until Josh drew me a picture of what his grandmother looked like in the nude. (laughs) That was a thing that happened earlier. And it totally gave me a... You know what else got me going this morning? What's that? The picture that you drew of your grandmother in the nude got me back on board. I didn't want to be here. I'm tired. It's been a long week. Uh, And you drew me that picture. But you know what else? On the way in, I heard Power of Love by Huey Lewis in the news on the radio. Awesome song. Yeah. I didn't even know, I didn't even need you to tell me the name of a song. You just had Huey Lewis, I could say, awesome song. So that saved me. You and Huey Lewis in the news saved me. Let's go ahead with the stupid news. If there is a God, I know I'm going big right away here I'm, I'm bringing god into the mix if there is a god and that's a big if in my book he or she is done with us humans we've we've effed it up on all levels he or she has turned their back on us and who could blame them and i heard that this here first stupid news story of the day was the breaking point for god's relationship with us And you'll understand where I'm going with this in just a minute. Some guy from the state of Washington 
is to blame for officially breaking our relationship with God because he tried to hire a prostitute to have a three-way with him and his miniature horse. You know, when you hear that, you're praying to God, that's a euphemism for his penis. It's not, is it? No, it's not. That's very literal? It's not. He wanted a prostitute to come over and bang him and his miniature horse, his female miniature horse, just to be clear. He was looking to set up a three-way. So it would be him, it would be this uh, lady uh, mini horse, and then a human lady. The dude's name is also against God's will, if you ask me. His name is Jad. J-A-D. God never never intended folks to be named Jad. No. He's 48 some odd years old. Uh, Shipman is the last name the guy goes with. S-H-I-P. Shipman. He was arrested back a week ago or so. He's awaiting his day in court over this deal. Now, here's a situation where jury duty might be fun, right? Yeah, I think so. You're on the jury. Well, putting him away, sure. But you're on the jury duty? You're (laughs) on the jury for the dude who called a hooker to come over and fold him and his little miniature horse? (laughs) Your friends would never believe you if you told them. But that, if you're going to do jury duty, that would be the... Stupid Jad has been charged with the first degree attempted animal cruelty and one count of patronizing a prostitute. He was apparently communicating back and forth with some gal on what they call here a forum-based website where users can solicit prostitutes. You guys ever been on one of those? I don't know how to do that. No, no, I haven't. No. I'd like to know how to do that. I mean, is that like Reddit? Uh, something like that or Craigslist could be doesn't matter Jad he allegedly offered to pay 440 bucks to a gal to come over to his place and quote touch him and his miniature horse sexually I have specifics further specifics on what this dude asked the online prostitute to do to him and his mini horsey it's awful. Yeah. I don't know if I want to say it out loud. I'm I wouldn't. Worried, yeah. yeah, I'm good. If you wouldn't, Josh, then I'm not going to. And some of the language he used as well. There's language in there. Disturbing? Yeah. Oh. Jad uh, told this potential prostitute that he was having a difficult time finding a willing lady for such a thing. He said, quote, the last two gals I asked said it was outside their comfort zone. Thank God. Mm-hmm. It's good to have standards. Limits. The cops swung by Jad House, and there they saw two miniature horses uh, hippity-hopping around his property. Oh, no. And when the cops had a sit-down with Jad, he admitted that he has had prior sexual contact with uh, the two little little horsies. Oh! That ain't right. You disgusting prick bastard. And that's why God has abandoned us. Yep. Mm -hmm. We deserve it. I mean, how? Like, well, come, like, come on, just come on. How, how do you? How do you end up there? I don't know. Yeah, there's got because there's steps, you know, between 
between not having sex with a horse and having sex with a horse. Like, I, ma I imagine maybe he, like, built up to a miniature horse. Starting with, like, horse teddy bears and things like that. Mm, man. Jim, now I'm, I'm starting to not want to be here anymore. Don't take money. Don't take fame. Don't need no credit card to ride this plane. Okay, I'm back on. I sang a little <laughs> Huey Thank Lewis you, Huey there. Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> what movie? Never saw it. You've seen Back to the Future. Never saw it. I thought you said you saw the first one. I'm kidding. I love it. Oh, okay. Love it's Back awesome. to the Future. All right. One of the greatest. Back to the... Have any of you ever had an ear spider? And if so, what were the pros and cons of hosting an ear spider? Well, it's nice to have attention. A little attention. Yeah. Have a friend. So, somebody that'll talk to you, mm -hmm. I'd imagine. Mm -hmm. uh, my ear's already itchy. Maybe all those legs would do some scratching. <laughs> <laughs> Take oh, care of that itch that for would me. be nice. Doctors in a place called Taiwan. They tell a story from back in the day where a 64-year-old woman showed up complaining that there was a damned constant ruckus in her left ear. It was going on for days, and she's climbing the walls. It's a Tommy Lee solo in there. I have a friend who woke up with a box elder bug in his ear. No. Mm. Oh, uh, I would never go to sleep again. What the hell was that? It feels like it's coming from my ear. Hmm. This gal said uh, she did at one point early on in this process, she felt the sensation of something crawling into her ear canal. After that, she could hear all kinds of things going on in there. She described it as clicking, beating, rustling. When doctors had a look-see, there was a little spider up in there doing spider things. The little bastard was keeping busy, by God, going this way, that way. The doctors also said that during its four-day stay in this gal's ear hole, it uh, had shed its exoskeleton. The spider dumped uh, that in the lady's ear. Oh, if, if you watch uh, spider documentaries, you probably know what I'm talking about. That part really <laughs> messed me up. It, it spits out its old body kind of a thing. I, and then, I didn't even know spiders did that. Some of them do, yeah. Wapple. Yeah, I didn't know they were like snakes. <laughs> There's video, apparently, of the spider running around this gal's ear. It's gross. He, he didn't seem to mind being watched. As a matter of fact, when the spider noticed the camera, it cruised on over for a closer look. <laughs> if you watch the video, you get a perfect view of its eyes. And it's got a few of those. The story doesn't identify the type of spider it was. Some say it was a jumping spider. Uh, they are, they are quote, very mobile, according to spider nerds. But they're not dangerous. They say this little fella, he was just uh, looking for shelter. And he didn't mean to make this lady insane. He's just trying to live his little uh, spider life. The lady had no damage to her eardrum. Uh, there was some spider poop and spider pee in there. Oh, no. Uh, doctors sucked the spider on out of there. And this lady's gonna be fine. Spider ear. Ugh. She had said that she was worried people were gonna think she had poor hygiene, but she assured the internet she has very good hygiene. Oh, for God's sake. She's got spiders in the ear? Just spider ears, yeah. Social media pricks. Well, you must be a dirty person. You see, I shower five times a day because I'm an influencer. Shut up. <laughs> Lady had a spider crawling in her ear. It could happen to anybody. 
You guys know which one of those spiders is the most dangerous in the world? Anybody want to guess? Do you know spiders? Mm, the black no, widow? Someone no, said black uh, widow. Uh, Daddy long legs. Oh, what are you talking about? Daddy long legs? Yeah. They're all over the friggin' place. Oh, yeah, but they are very poisonous. They're yep. super poisonous, but they just can't penetrate our skin. Yep. Uh, you can't penetrate anything either. Whoa. Um, Josh said For about you off air. I sure did. Uh, no, it's not a daddy. The, it says here, the spider that delivers the bite considered most dangerous to humans is called a funnel web spider. You, you can find him in Australia, of course. Oh, uh, yeah, mm, that makes sense. And in Albert Lee. If they take a bite out of you, you'll be killed dead within minutes. Cancel Christmas. So uh, Australians and folks in Albert Lee... Uh, folks in Australia step pretty carefully when one of these little bastards scoot by. The uh, funnel web spider. Those look absolutely terrifying. They, Yep, they look like they can kill you. They mm-hmm. do have the look. You're right. Now pay attention to this now. The most poisonous spider in the world, that funnel web spider, okay, that doesn't translate here in the United States. Funnel web spiders commonly found here in North America are not a threat. In Australia, they'll kill your dead. When you're when they're here in the States, they're not that much of a threat. Mm. The most poisonous spiders in the US, somebody said the damned black widow. And the other is the brown eye, uh, how do you say the that? Brown the, the brown recluse spider. Oh yeah. My mom has uh, seen somebody with a black widow spider bite because she works at a um like a trucking facility situation she works well that makes perfect sense doesn't it well she works she works at fedex ground so you know they go all over the country um and they find spiders a lot in the in the back of the trucks when they're moving the boxes out and moving them in and she said it was one of the like grossest scariest things she's ever seen because you're not supposed to like pop the blister because if you do the your flesh like starts to be eaten. Well, that's really strange about the back of the truck. My old man uh, unloaded uh, semi-trailers for 45 years. He never said word one about Black Widow spiders crawling up onto his uh, onto his uh, 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 cat diesel power baseball cap. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's a specific thing that they ship that always that, that gets the spiders in it. When I worked at a grocery store, when we'd unload bananas, we'd find tarantulas quite commonly. Oh, really? Uh, dead. Thankfully, Dead. Oh. never oh. found an alive one. Every time I see someone at Cub now that you say that I, they're like putting the bananas out, I always think, I wonder if there's a tarantula. You win a prize if you find one. <laughs> <laughs> Black widows will get us, and the brown eye, uh, whatever that one is called. Oh wow! Now, some of this stuff is. Black widow spiders can be found in wood piles, garages, basements, barns. They're a particular concern for hunters whose deer camps involve an outhouse. You know how the outhouse attracts flies? Well, that's why the damn black widow hangs in. Uh, he's going in there because he's going to eat up some flies. Then he, he'll bite your nuts if he has to. Never thought about it like that. Brown eye spiders are commonly found throughout the Midwest and the South. They'll kill you dead just as soon as look at you. It says here they like to hang out under the driver's seat of your car, under your pillows, in the shower, <laughs> in your toilet. Got a text here who said they found a black widow and some grapes from a grocery store. Ooh. They say if you're at the hunting shack, shake your boots out before slipping them on for that late night run to the sh- house. I hate outhouses for that reason. I'm always convinced something's going to come up there. 
How do you was, feel about porter potties? <laughs> Same thing? No. No, I, w- I feel more safe in those. I was always the guy to break frost at the outhouse back in the day when we'd go up north in the winter. And, I, you know, there's not as much to be afraid of in the winter because it's, you know, so brutally cold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I was always the guy that would break frost. I, I never wanted to be the first guy, but it was always me because my tummy would go sideways. Who's going to break frost, they'd always say in the morning. <laughs> yeah, it was me. <laughs> Here's one to keep that Halloween vibe going. Uh, also... Uh, this year is the type of story you true crime dorks might enjoy. There's a there's a house in Haddonfield, uh, New Jersey. Haddonfield. That was the name of the town in the movie Halloween. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This has nothing to do with that, or maybe it does. There's a property in Haddonfield, New Jersey, which was the site of a vehicle arson last weekend. A ring camera caught a masked man walking up to the car in the driveway. He pours gasoline all over it. He lights it on fire, and then he hauls ass out of there. The car went up in flames. There was an explosion. The car was a melted pile the next day. No one was hurt. The fire didn't spread anywhere else. But the weird thing is, police don't think the homeowners were the target. They think the house was. That's because... This is the third time in six years that a car has been set on fire on that property. (laughs) And each time there was a different homeowner living there. They're not targeting the home, the homeowners they're targeting. Wait a minute. How do I say that? Yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah. They're targeting the home. The people who live there now just moved in last year. It's pretty freaky. Sounds kind of like, yeah, freaky and deaky. It sounds kind of like the plot to a horror movie. Why are there aren't any known suspects? The local news says the police there in the neighborhood have some theories about why it's happening, but they won't elaborate because it's an open investigation. One cop in town just said this, and it's kind of odd. He said. If you're looking to buy a particular house, you can always go to the local police department and ask if there have been any incidents at the home you're looking to buy. Okay, dude, thanks for the advice. Where are you going with that comment? What the F happened at that house? And what's in the box? (laughs) What's in the the box? And one more question. What's a push pop? (laughs) What's a push pop? Kind of reminds me of the the series The Watcher on Netflix, where it's more the house that's the target than necessarily the homeowners. I, I wonder if this person show. just doesn't realize whoever he was pissed at doesn't still live there. Could I be. hope that's the case. Yeah, that he thinks he's like targeting that. someone, but just doesn't realize. That could be, Cubby, the third time in six years that a car has been set on fire in this effing driveway, but different people have lived there over that six years. It's unknown whether these mysterious arsons had any impact on the previous homeowners leaving. There's many unanswered questions here, like, What's a push pop? <laughs> One of the funniest scenes in a in a so-so funny movie. What was that called again, Dana? Uh, Mike and Dave need wedding dates or and something it's, like yeah, that. That's, that's, I think that's it. Mike mm-hmm. and Dave or Mike and Dean need uh, wedding dates. The, the cute kid's in it. The one who's going to be in the Yvonne Eric movie. Uh, Zach Efron. And then some other chubby dude who's not quite as funny. <laughs> but they have this great scene where one of them 
is trying to figure out what a push pop is, <laughs> and they mimic that scene from Seven, and it's very, very funny. <laughs> Ask me about CrossFit. Jesus has a question for you, Wapple, on the story here about somebody targeting the cars. Uh, if, if he was targeting the homes, do you think he'd just do a particular part of the home or what? A whole home. Or the whole home. <laughs> the whole home. That was the day where Wapple's little mouth tried to swallow itself <laughs> while reading a liner. Oh, no, you were you were just telling a story, I think. Yeah, well, I can't, can't remember. Let's see if I can find that. It was in there somewhere. Oh, yeah, here, here we go. A whole home. <laughs> a whole home. A whole home. <laughs> it sounds like you're making fun of someone. A whole home. That was great. Here we go. Now we're talking. One of For Cubby's. You guys. Pardon me? <laughs> For you guys. <laughs> One of Cubby's all time favorite criminal gimmicks has returned to our stupid news report. A dude was arrested. Cops found drugs in his pants. Josh, what did he tell the cops? Well, not my pants. They're not his pants. How'd these pants get on me? I don't know whose drugs these are. I love that bit. They're my bit. cousins. It's, you're right. Oftentimes, it's a cousin. <laughs> mm -hmm. I love that bit, too. They're not my pants. Uh, while searching this guy's slacks, uh, the cops found one straw with white residue... Two burnt pieces of tin foil that field tested positive for fentanyl. One clear bag with a crystal-like substance which field tested positive for methamphetamineski. And according to the story, the dude said, "These aren't my pants." They arrested the guy anyway, despite his very believable excuse. You know what else they found on this guy? One Timex digital watch broken. Those don't break. One unused prophylactic. One soiled. They also found one black suit jacket, one pair of black suit pants, one hat, one pair of sunglasses, and $23.07. What movie? The Blues Brothers. <clears throat> you guys know anyone down there in stupid Florida? Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, I know we yeah. have a couple listeners in there. Punta Gorda Jesus comes to mind. My buddy lives in Cocoa Beach. You think any of them would want to sign up for the first ever Florida Man Games? <laughs> I could see uh, them wanting to go for sure. Mm -hmm. I know I want to go. Yeah, I'd, I'd watch. The state of Florida is beginning to embrace the disgusting disaster that they've become. It says here now, anyone who has spent a fair amount of time on the internet is aware of the mythical creature that is the Florida man. And now one city down that away is going to go ahead and host a competition inspired by that phenomenon. So in case you're in the dark, Florida man doesn't refer to a single person, but rather the many, many residents of the state who've made headlines over the years behaving like brainless animals. Some of the worst stories. It's just, some call it a subspecies of a redneck. Florida man is a subspecies. So a fella down there by the name of Pete Melfi, he's decided to honor the Florida man bit, as horrific as it is, by hosting the first ever Florida man games 
in a town called St. Augustine. It's going to happen February 24th. He uh, said, this Pete character, he wanted to give people an opportunity to live that Florida man life for a day. And by damn, he's got activities, he's got contests, up and down. If you sign up, you'll get the chance to partake in a number of activities, including a weaponized pool noodle mud duel. <laughs> that sounds like so much fun. You'll be whacking each other to death with a pool noodle, and you'll be wearing goggles designed to simulate drunkenness. <laughs> oh, have you guys ever worn those before? Yeah. Never saw it. Yeah. They're they disorienting. They for mess sure. you up yeah, for sure. Make me dizzy. Uh huh. It's kind of like trying on prescription glasses if you don't need prescription yeah. glasses. Mm -hmm. There will also be something called Beer Belly Florida Sumo Wrestling, where your big old gut is the only weapon you're allowed to use. The old belly bounce competition. Yeah. That's what they called it back in the 80s. There will be an evading arrest obstacle course where you will be chased by real, actual cops. That was my favorite one by far. That's hilarious. That's so good. It goes on and on. That's very funny. Absolutely. I, I don't know what kind of obstacles they'll have set up for you. A couple of dead bodies, I would imagine. Some uh, alligator uh, babies or something. Uh, I mean, there are some drawbacks to the concert. Of course, they had to include one of the most played-out jokes in the history of mankind. There's going to be a mullet contest. Uh, but there's clever things in here, too. The catalytic converter, two bikes, and a handful of copper pipes contest. <laughs> <laughs> Some kind of a foot race. You have to steal all of these items as fast as possible, I believe. Sure. That's correct. A yeah. catalytic converter, two bicycles, and a handful of copper pipes. The Category 5 cash grab. You know those gimmicks where you get in the phone booth and the wind oh, blows the money yeah, around? Yeah, I love those. They have those, those are cool. at Chuck E. Cheese for the tickets. Uh, yeah, I've seen those at promotions <laughs> before. Mm -hmm. They're going to go that route. Um, one of those boxes that you stand in with all the money blowing around. They're going to try to match hurricane force winds, being that it's a Florida event. Oh, a Florida ma'am beauty pageant. Florida ma'am. Oh, oh, I get it. Instead of Florida, Florida man, man, it's Florida ma'am. A chicken coop. Oh, they're going to play chicken coop bingo where the chickens pick the numbers. <laughs> That's sweet. Boy, there is one more, I think, in here. One more good one. Oh wow. Okay, this this could be good. The 911 Fight Night Brawl of the Badges. I could see this one going very bad. Me too. Mm -hmm. A series of boxing matches between firefighters and cops. Oh, oh That's going to get out of hand. Yeah, that seems like one of those things that could start out in good fun and then somebody gets one good lick in and then it's all over. Yeah. Yep. This will be a gangbang and I bet it'll be all over godless social media when it happens. Uh, oh, one more note. The Florida Man Games will also feature two celebrity judges. Big time celebrity judges. Uh, how do I say that, Josh? Judges. Celebrity judges. From the television show American Gladiator, Nitro oh. and Ice. I watched that American Gladiator documentary on Netflix, I think it was. Yeah. Nitro, 
I, I, I liked Nitro. Yeah. yeah, Nitro. He was always my favorite, and he came off very well in that uh, documentary. And he very, was really very, honest about yeah. being a douchebag. Yeah, you know, very well-spoken, very honest. I remember watching that documentary, but I don't remember many specifics. Um, but anyway, Nitro and Ice. And if you go down to the Florida Man contest, Nitro and Ice, they, uh, they only want 50 bucks in trade if you want to take a picture with them. That's it. Only 50 bucks. Am I out of time, Cubby? What time is it? Yeah, we probably should get scooting. But that sounds fun. Look forward to more uh, more information on that one. Yeah, I hope yeah, we can definitely. stream it at least. Wow. I feel like that's yeah. something that should be on ESPN 8, the Ocho. Oh. I mean, if they put slap fighting on TV, this yeah. is great. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Sports. On the 93X Half-Assed Morning Show. James Harden can't come back to Philly. Them fans ain't going to have it. He can't treat the, the city of Philadelphia like that, and they're going to forgive and forget. When you play for a team, you have an obligation to the fan base. You didn't show up for work for 10 days. You just can't take time off because you're unhappy you're not getting traded. The notion that they're going to get a lot for James, who has one year, and first of all, this is the third year in a row he's demanded out. Yeah. You think some team is going to give him a long-term deal? Hell no. Music has been taken out of this portion of the Half-Assed Morning Show podcast for licensing reasons. <laughs> I banged into my microphone. You just destroyed that thing. <laughs> While rocking out to Iron Maiden. <laughs> Bang right into my microphone. Charles Barkley over there uh, talking about the James Harden situation. What, what is that? What's wrong with that guy? I don't know. That's a weird deal. Yeah, Charles Barkley's 100% correct on everything he says about James Harden. Well, that team is done with him. Everywhere the guy goes, he's suddenly, I'm not happy. Yeah, I'm just not going to show up. I want to be traded. I don't get it. I mean, is there something wrong with you? Everywhere he goes, it's not good enough for him. And so now the 76ers are stuck. And like Charles said, sure, they can trade him, but they're not going to get anything back for the guy because who trusts him anymore? Mm-hmm. Any NBA team is going to say, well, yeah, he's going to come over here and, and get upset and, and walk away from us, too. Sorry I blew up. Great old Iron Maiden song right here. Uh, Wasted Years, 1986. It's my favorite. My favorite Iron Maiden song. All right, sounds like the pigs got their bags kicked in last night by the Philadelphia Flyers. Yeah. They started slow. Philly got things cooking. And before you could say this team would be better with Zach Parisi and Ryan Suter on the roster, they were down 3-0. Ended up losing 6-2. We'll cover that a little bit later. Greater detail on that a little later. Uh, game one of the World Series tonight. 7 o'clock on Channel 9. Absolutely thrilling for a person like me. Game one of the World Series. Arizona at Texas. All kinds of other things going on, like the Vikings... We'll talk to Andrew DePaula here in a half hour. We'll get some uh, poor bastard on air for the purple pick'em gimmick. Dad fights 100 plus 46. We're going to be very busy here in a half hour. We'll be right back with Josh's news report. Half-assed morning show. They're loud. They lose control. They do their little circus act. They're a nuisance. 93X. Grace here, customer service rep at Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Our customers are our top priority, whether that's providing same-day service or solving a cooling issue for that addition on your home. Ashley, tell our listeners about this month's AC specials. Get started on your spring cleaning checklist now. With the weather warming up, it's the perfect time to get your AC tuned up with Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Get $40 off a furnace or AC tune-up or double your savings and get $80 off when you get them done at the same time. Visit standardheating.com to save now. 
Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? Reality remains reality no matter how hard you try to ignore it. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Again, I'm all here for the pop culture, people dating each other for the press. Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. Every so often, and by every so often, I mean literally every 27 seconds when the producer gets fired. The Ben Shapiro Show on YouTube or wherever you listen. Half-assed morning show. 93X. Shocking, honestly. You just don't think people would do something like that. It's just scary. An Alabama school bus driver was nabbed behind the wheel after dropping off a busload of kids with a blood alcohol level of .33. That is unbeatable. It is unbeatable. Jackson Police Chief Jerry Taylor said 46-year-old James Cheney had somehow managed to drop off all the kids on the bus route before he was confronted by a cop calling it a close call. Naturally, driving under the influence of alcohol at any time is an egregious violation, but especially when you're operating a school bus filled with school children. In my opinion, that just takes it to the next level. Chief Taylor said one of his sergeants confronted Cheney last Tuesday outside Jackson Middle School when a parent called in and reported him. The sergeant gave him a breath test and he failed miserably. He administered several field sobriety tests and as a result, the driver was arrested for driving under the influence. Chief Taylor said the legal limit to operate a bus is 0.02 and again cheney was at a 0.33 that's Mm. up there yeah it is let me tell you something cubby it seems to me that the drunk school bus driver is starting to climb the top 10 of you know most common ways to get yourself in a large amount of trouble yeah school bus drivers and teachers this year right we've told plenty Mm -hmm. of stories about that a firefighter in washington dc who stopped to grab a bite to eat at chick-fil-a before responding to a call about a woman with chest pains has been terminated. (laughs) Terminated. You may remember earlier this year, two firefighters assigned to an ambulance in the nation's capital were asked to respond to a possible cardiac event, but one claimed to have just placed an order for their meal over an app when the emergency call came in, so they wanted to stop quick and pick up their food. Medic Arena Ambulance 3 responded for an ALS chest pain for a 57-year-old female. In an early investigation by authorities in March, one of the firefighters allegedly wrote in his after-incident report they were at the fast food restaurant for literally just a few minutes tops, and they were famished. It was reported the firefighters were dispatched in his ambulance because he was closer than a medic unit in the same vicinity. The other firefighter on duty with the sense-fired individual has not been terminated while matters remain under review. The distressed woman at the center of the debacle was reportedly taken to an area hospital and treated that same day. D.C. Fire and Emergency Services had no further comment about her condition. Well, you don't expect them to be able to save lives if they're hungry, right? That's a good point. You don't want to. You don't want a hangry emergency response. No, no, absolutely not. I mean, maybe slip a granola bar in your shirt pocket. <laughs> you know, some fruit snacks, anything. I suppose it's better than showing up. You're starving. It's taking a while, and they just put put a cap in my ass. They just take me out <laughs> so they can go get some food. Then in Massachusetts, a woman there passed away last year at the age of 85. Because her local fire departments and EMTs helped her out so many times over the past several years of her life, she repaid the favor by leaving the department $525,000 to buy a new ambulance. These opportunities seldom, if ever, come along. So it was a, a wonderful gift. We hope to honor that memory by making the most of it. And they did honor that memory. They held a party in her honor this week. A party? That's a sweet story. Except for the death. <laughs> a semi-driver is facing potential criminal charges following an alleged road rage incident in Lakeville involving a hatchet. 
The state patrol said the incident occurred around 5.30 p.m. Wednesday on a ramp off of I-35 and County Road 50. Troopers were dispatched to the location after a 911 call from a driver reporting that another motorist was damaging their vehicle with a hatchet. Apparently this was due to some sort of confrontation which took place on the freeway. Video from MnDOT traffic cam shows a man getting out of a white semi-truck and approaching a dark-colored SUV in front of him. The driver of that vehicle can be seen trying to back up and get away from the truck driver, but the second man followed. By the time troopers arrived, the semi had driven off, but Lakeville police caught up with the driver down I-35. The 40-year-old man was taken into custody and booked into the Dakota County Jail, pending charges. Yeah, that's where you go. You go to jail when you act like that. Yeah, you're not supposed (laughs) to do that. A Department of Veterans Affairs regional office manager in Phoenix cursed out and insulted his subordinates during a virtual town hall meeting when he assumed his microphone and cameras were off. Mm-hmm. They weren't, but they it turns out his pants were. What? The enraged and now pantsless manager was reassigned after the outburst in front of more than 200 people. This was on a mandatory Microsoft Teams meeting last Wednesday. He apparently erupted over questions a call center employee asked at the end of the hour-long call. The manager, who again was only in his underwear, (laughs) cursed multiple times, said call center employees were idiots who asked stupid questions, and he appeared to slam something in frustration. He was, like, furious. That guy was cussing up a storm. He didn't know what was on. He was on hot mic, and he had his drawers on, one of the employees said. After the outburst, which was video recorded, the manager was reassigned to non-supervisor duties. He has since apologized. Yeah. Oh, no, my biking camera on? Oh, <laughs> oh no. no. A Florida man's day at a community pool took a dramatic turn Saturday when he was arrested after drunkenly threatening to break a police officer's, quote, throat after the officer informed the man's wife about the incident. He was pissed that the officer told his wife. Police responded after people complained of a drunk person in the pool area. That man, identified as 64-year-old Lyle Perot, became belligerent toward the responding officers and yelled profanities while slurring his speech. During his drunken rage, an officer tried to get his name and date of birth. For effing with me, I'm going to break your throat, Perot reportedly <laughs> told the officer. Never heard that one yeah. before. That was new to me as well. That's good. And it confused the officer who said, you're going to break my throat? He asked Perot <laughs> to clarify. <laughs> yup, Perot said. The man also said he'd kill the officer oh. and repeatedly asked the cop to shoot him in the face. After the cops called his wife to come grab him, Perot took a swing at one of the cops and an attempt to hit him in the face, but another police officer standing nearby was able to catch Perot's arm in the air. That's when the drunken senior uh, wasn't able to make con- contact and started yelling again. So he was placed in handcuffs and escorted to the officer's patrol car. While in the squad, he continued to threaten the officers and also called them pieces of ass for calling his wife about the incident. Where is he going to do his early morning aerobics in the pool now? And I imagine he's not allowed back at this community pool. I don't think so. And this is the villages. This is one we've talked about where it's wild and crazy sex parties and kind of notorious. There's always a new place where you can do uh, water aerobics, uh, Ashley. You'll find (laughs) Open up the newspaper. Uh, Sometimes when... When you're running hot, Cubby, sometimes the words don't come out right. Yeah, yeah, it's embarrassing. I'm going. But you got to gotta stick with it. Yes, he, he, yes, and as you, you really have. As you heard in the story, 
I'm going to break your throat. This says the guy, the cop says my throat. Well, yeah, yeah, he's stuck. You've with never it. heard that before, man. You're stupid. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, many years ago playing beer league hockey. There was a little scrap in front of the net, and I shoved some dude, you know, away from our goaltender, like a good teammate is supposed to. I kind of cross-checked him in the chest and moved him back away from our goalie. And the guy said, "Get out of my face, druggy!" <laughs> <laughs> and I said. Druggy. That's the best you got? I said, no one's called me that since seventh grade. And I could tell by the look on the guy's face, it was the heat of the moment and it just didn't come out right. But, but he also didn't back down. He didn't call me a druggie again, but his facial expression didn't change. He was too proud to back down. Kind of like the situation Josh just told us. Get out of my face, druggie. We were 43 years old when that happened. <laughs> An Uber driver in Florida was arrested Tuesday night, accused of using a rental car that he wasn't paying for to pick up passengers. That's an interesting business strategy. Yeah. Keep the overhead down. 27-year-old Elijah Mills was stopped by Polk County deputies while driving a couple in a Chevy Equinox. In a Facebook post, the sheriff's office said the Equinox was a rented vehicle, not his, and the rental company had reported it stolen after the man stopped making payments. Mills, according to the sheriff's office, acknowledged the rental company called him every day, but he didn't answer because he knew they wanted his money. To get around a device in the vehicle, which the company can trigger remotely to keep it from restarting, he kept the Equinox running for three straight weeks, never shut it down. The couple, who were passengers in the car in town from the United Kingdom ahead of their wedding, got a ride from deputies back to their hotel. Interesting guy. I wouldn't know that they could shut her down. No. No. Just kept it running. Authorities in Washington investigated a report of human remains in a cave on a river, but arrived to find the sunken skull was actually a plastic beer bong. (laughs) Officers from multiple departments responded when a paddleboarder reported seeing human remains in a cave near the Canadian border. The investigators took jet skis to the cave entrance and swam inside. That's where they spotted what appeared to be a skull underwater inside the cave. However, the apparent skeletal remains turned out to be a plastic beer bong shaped like a skull and spinal column. Is that right? That's cool. The beer bong had been filled with rocks, leading investigators to suspect it was intentionally placed under the water as a prank. This, you posted this, didn't you, Ashley? Yes. Yeah, you can see that at 93x.com. Ah, the old beer bong, huh? I'd never seen one like that. That's a no. cool one. I, yeah. I, I, would, I want one of those. It's been a while since I've bonged a beer. Never never tried it. It's never too was. much. It's probably one of those things where I, I did it for the last time, but didn't realize that would be the last time I ever did it. Oh, that's kind of sad. That's how life works, <laughs> isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is. That's how it works. New music out today, Dockin' with Heaven Comes Down. Oh, no. Heaven Comes Down is the group's first new studio album since 2012. No, I don't know, man. I mean, just just walk away. Oh, oh wait, um, Jesus Christ. I just quoted a Dawkins song. You did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, and so did... So why is Dawkins naming this record after a song they released in 1985? I don't know. They have a song called... What was the name of the record again? Heaven Comes Down. Yeah, they have a song from 85 or 86 called When Heaven Comes Down. Dawkins, one of my favorite 80s acts, but... I don't get it. Why, why, why are you still making records? He admitted in a recent interview that he knows he can't sing like he used to. But you know what he said to fans? Get over it. Get over it? Get over it. Stop doing live shows. <laughs> You're going to have to get over it. it. Stop, stop charging me to come see you. He's, he's going he's gonna to break your throat, man. Break my throat. He will. Okay. <laughs> also out this week, God Mode, <laughs> the eighth studio album from In This Moment. And... 
just in time for Halloween, Mark Tremonti with Christmas Classics New and Old. Following the success of Mark Tremonti sings Frank Sinatra, the Creed and Alterbridge guitarist, decided to go for it and record a Christmas album. Is this a bit? No, <laughs> no. I, I haven't heard the whole album, just a couple songs, but uh, I read an article on it saying that he doesn't really put his own twist on it. No. it's He sings it like the ones you've heard on Love 105 every Christmas. That's, I like that. That's yeah, really, I, really odd. Yeah, I've heard the whole album, but album, and it's just like Josh said, it sounds exactly like it was in the 20s. Mm-hmm. You need to check on this guy. <laughs> For the rest of the week in new music, check out the 93X Notable New Releases post on our website. We do it every Friday. You can also find our playlist on Spotify. Now in theaters, freelance. John Cena is a retired Special Forces officer oh, from the Jesus. Army. I love John Cena. <laughs> I do. Who also takes a job doing security for journalist Allison Bree during a dangerous interview with a dictator. But during that interview, a military coup breaks out and the three are forced to escape into the jungle. Being released today in theaters and streaming on Peacock, Five Nights at Freddy's, based on the horror video game series, a night security guard in an abandoned kid's restaurant discovers that the animatronic mascots kill anyone that's still in the building after midnight. Now on Netflix, Pain Hustlers. Emily Blunt plays a high school dropout who takes a job at a failing pharmaceutical startup, which she quickly learns isn't the job she thought it would be. Pain Hustlers also stars Chris Evans and Andy Garcia. The Nun 2 makes its max streaming premiere today. Game 1 of the World Series, of course, starts oh. tonight on Fox. And Nate Bargetzi hosts Saturday Night Live with music guests Foo Fighters. No, no, Foo <laughs> Fighters. Viking linebacker Daniil Hunter, 29 Sunday. Former Twins knuckleballer R.A. Dickey, 49. Oh, boy. Winona Ryder will be 52, Richard Dreyfus 76. Then tomorrow, Joaquin Phoenix turns 49, Julia Roberts 56, Andy Richter will be 57. And finally today, Twins legend Brad Radke is 51, and John Cleese turns 84. Brad Radke? That's right. God, I love watching him throw a baseball. Me too. Happy Saturday birthday to Swamp Stompin' Jesus, who said he started breathing independently October 28th of 1979. And here's to level 44, he said. <laughs> Another birthday tomorrow. Wish I had more middle fingers for cancer, Jesus. Wishes an early happy birthday to a smoking hot stack of dimes of a wife from your hubby, Owen oh, the kids, he said. Police car building, Jesus, would like to wish his awesome wife, Spanish teacher, Jesus, a happy birthday today. And that's 93X News. Care 11's Randy Shaver. On the half-assed morning show. Zach Wilson in what is about to be the biggest stretch of his career, decided it was a good time to take his girlfriend to Utah to Apple and Pumpkin Pick and go no, to Haunted House. No, he wanted house. to meet the family, man. He's a professional athlete. The family could fly to New York and New Jersey. <laughs> Zach Wilson's season last year derailed after a bye. Yeah. I believe 52 guys could have gone and visited families. The quarterback, the leader, needs to be at that or around that facility all week last week. And Zach Wilson has not done enough to get his ass on a plane with his girlfriend and go to Utah so, for a week. Mm-hmm. Boy, I don't know. The last time I remember a quarterback about to face the Giants with a visit out of their area to pound town. Don't let's call compare it, the Tony Romo was Jessica Tony Simpson. Romo with Jessica Simpson <laughs> combo. How did that work out? The focus needs to be in the film room, Evan, the I weight th- room, I think the study room. Utah is very different than Cabo. 
People need to stop picking on the MILF man. Boy, she get picked on. Uh, yeah, I didn't know he wasn't allowed to be a, you know, a, a real person. You know, the guy's a quarterback. He needs to be with his Seriously. team and going over the game plans and the uh, game film. Who was plugging that man's nose while he was broadcasting? <laughs> <Squidward>. <laughs> it's a wonderful thing. <laughs> he does sound like Squidward. Squidward? It's the same, it's the same, critici- <laughs> the same criticism Kirk Cousins got when he went to the Twins game. Couple That's weeks true. Ago. He did get crap about that, didn't he? Oh yeah, it's like just lay off. Agree. Yeah, it's a wonderful thing. A it's a wonderful thing to be surrounded by our dearest friends this morning. Of course, it's Friday. These two guys are going to fight later. That's what friends do. Randy Shaver and Brad Ryder. And Ra- uh, Brad Ryder is a leaf blower. Hello to all of you. <laughs> uh, good morning. I'm at home for a little while this morning, though, so you're not going to hear. Ah, Darn. I miss him. Uh-huh. Nope. The nope. disappointment. Yeah. Don't fire, don't fire your you, blower you might hear my dogs, though. There's no one doing any yard work on your property this morning? No, you might hear my dogs, though. We don't mind the dogs. And uh, also joining us, a big guy. He's a big, strong guy. He's got a fight on his hands in Effin, Wisconsin this weekend. Vikings long snapper Andrew DePaula. Hello, Andrew. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. Sorry, the leaf blower guy's not going to be going today, Andrew. <laughs> Are you familiar? I guess that's a good thing. Are you familiar with the leaf blower guy at all? Not at all. See, no. Brad, some people don't even notice it. Yeah. You get so well, mad, Brad, some people don't even notice it. All right. I don't think it's been a part of the show when Andrew's been on yet. No, not yet. Uh, so, Andrew, what what we're talking about is at Brad's work, he'll call in to do the segment, and there's a leaf blower guy that's he's there almost every time, and we get to hear him leaf blowing in the background. He's become... Uh, a beloved character on the show. <laughs> beloved. And, and at one point we had, we were curious. It, does he listen to the show? It seems like he always knows when Brad's on. Yeah. And so we asked him if he was to rev it a certain number of times. We started with two, and then we went to three, and he did. So we know that he's very well aware that he's making yeah. it on the air. He's stalking that Brad. Right. That is funny. That is funny. Yeah. I think he's yeah. just more or less stalking Brad. Dude, if he shows up at your house, Brad, I, oh. I want his autograph. <laughs> if, he, if, he, if he showed up here right now and started leaf blowing, that would be a little scary. He's wearing an, an old school. He's got an old school goalie mask on. <laughs> right. He's wearing a dark jumpsuit. Just making eye contact with you through the window. <laughs> Andrew DePaul. I'll, I'll send him over to the practice facility, Andrew. I'm only about three miles from there right now, so I'll send him over. <laughs> yeah. Send him over. We got gates. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, you got a damn game in Green Bay on Halloween weekend. Are you scared? Not at all. No, not scared. Probably see some good costumes up in the stands. I would think oh, so. Oh, yeah, definitely. Even even when it's not Halloween, there's some costumes in those stands. <laughs> You're damn right about that. Packer fans like to decorate themselves. They try to out-gimmick each other, you know. Mm. Who's the deepest, darkest Packer fan? You know, they do. I've been there once, and there there are a lot of outfits, and, and a lot of them are out to prove who's the most knowledgeable, who's been following t- the team, the lo- that kind of a thing. Um, but, but Green Bay, they've become kind of boring, haven't they, Andrew? Well, uh, what do you mean by boring? I mean, they, they had... They lost their villain. They had their villain. They had Karen for so many years. Now Karen is gone, and it, it, they, they don't really matter anymore. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess, and, and not only that, I think they have, like, a couple a couple of their bigger guys out. I know, like, what, like Bakhtiari, he's on IR. So, I mean, um, you know, a lot of the more prominent names that you associate with Green Bay either aren't there anymore or, um, you know, aren't playing this year. Is it yeah. even worth going, then, or are they going to make even, you go? No. 
Worth, worth going for you or me? For you. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're still going to go, aren't you? Yeah, yeah I kind of have to. Yeah. Yeah. Commitment. <laughs> that makes you're, sense. You'll be yawning the whole time. Yeah. They're, they're just boring. Man, I would, I would love to not punt and not really have much work. That would be amazing. Yeah. Does it mess with you at all having a short week, or are you not really affected by that? Yeah, and, and are you missing out on anything, having to leave town on Halloween weekend? Um, it doesn't really affect me as far as, you know, the weeks go. I mean, I've been I've been doing it for a while, so I kind of have, like, a nice routine when things get messed up, and I just kind of keep my, you know, my same routine during the week. Um, as far as what I'm missing during this weekend, I actually don't even know what I'm missing this weekend, so... When's the last gonna, time? Go ahead, Ashley. Are you going to take the kids out trick or treating next week? I believe we are. Yeah, I think they do like those trunk or treats at like their school. So I think we'll hit one of those up, and then our community obviously will walk around the community, take them out trick or treating there. Um, so that that's going to be fun. We got their costumes all set up and ready to go, and and they've been wearing them I think like every night now because <laughs> they're just so excited. <laughs> do you and your wife dress up as well? We are going to dress up. Yep. Yes. As what? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be Captain Hook, and she's going to be Peter Pan. Oh, I love that. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Man. What about the young kids? My daughter's going to go as Peppa Pig. You guys know Peppa Pig? Oh, <laughs> of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then my son, my son, he's like two and a half. Every day he goes back and forth. He wants to be a dinosaur. He wants to be a monster. Like, I forget the one thing that he wanted to be. It was just kind of ridiculous. But, like, so we just got him, a, like, a dinosaur outfit. And whenever he changes his mind, we just say, it's, oh, it's a monster. No, it's a dinosaur. It's, so That's cute. He loves it. Whatever yeah, makes him happy. It. Well, you, right. should be, you should get into one of those big inflatable dinosaur costumes. Those, <laughs> those effing things are hilarious. <laughs> I love those. Where was that game recently, Josh, where, like, 50 of them jumped on the ball field? Oh, and, where was that? Was that an Iowegian game? I want to say that was an Iowegian college game. They had 50-some-odd people running around in the inflatable. Andrew, first, first wrestling in town, they had a wrestling match with those inflatable dinosaur costumes. I would have liked to have seen that. Yeah, yeah it was halftime at the Iowa State TCU. So you got the, the, the family stuff coming up, the cute Halloween stuff on Monday. Let's talk about the good old days. When was the last time, Andrew DePaula, you were at a big, fat-ass, drunken Halloween party <laughs> where it was just out of control? When you, maybe when you were in college, Africa, a big, crazy Halloween party, everybody was crazy. Yeah, I mean, how crazy are you talking? Like, what's what's crazy? <laughs> Naked people. Oh. <laughs> okay, man. Uh, Naked people. Co college, yeah. College. college. God. Yeah, those were the times, weren't they? They were some times. Buck wild. Never been to a party that crazy. You're a college ball player. They all back up. Oh, you, man, you don't got to pay for the keg beer. I bet. I bet the, you guys probably didn't even have to pay the, for the keg beer. We had to pay double. What? <laughs> we had to pay double. <laughs> you wouldn't have to pay now, I'd imagine. It was different. Um, <laughs> I don't think I'd go now, but you're a pro bowler. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would hope. I would hope not. Andrew DePaula, are you a believer in the paranormal? Uh, I mean, not not too much. But a little bit? I mean, yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Had any experiences? No, no, nothing really that I could say, like, that's something I can't explain. You didn't grow up in a creepy old house that made noises. You didn't have any stories in town about the, oh, God, no, there's the uh, the floating uh, wolf man of, of Maryland or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, so, like, in Maryland, 
kind of like where we live or where you know me and my wife grew up. It's like a little more rural. So like the older farmhouses and like the farms in our area, they have um, little trap doors around their house for um, for the Underground Railroad when it came through. So a couple of those houses, you know, we've had friends that have lived in them have said, like, yeah, they'll hear noises, they'll hear footsteps, they'll hear laughing. Uh, I've never experienced this, but, you know, people have said that they've heard those things. God, yeah. Mm. It's unnerving, isn't it, Randy Shaver? A little bit, yes. I'll tell you a scary story. Andrew DePaula, I'm married now. <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> Very recently. <laughs> a month as of this week. Go ahead. Hey. Congratulate me. Congratulations. Thanks, there dude. You go. Yeah, I'll tell you a scary story, though. The other night, uh, we were hanging around the house together, me and the wife, and then we went out to eat somewhere, and, you know, having some dinner, and then we drove back to the house, pulled up the driveway, and I looked to my right, and she was still there. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. Yeah. You, you, you know that story. I mean... Yeah, usually when you get married, they don't go away. <laughs> I directly stole that word from word of, word for word from Andrew Dice Clay right there. You're welcome. <laughs> so there you go, uh, the game in Green Bay. Oh, uh, Andrew, do you consider the sport of football dangerous? Uh, I wouldn't say the sport of football is dangerous. I would say it can be, but I wouldn't label it as dangerous. Okay, all right. I was reading an article from a website called Bro Bible, and they rattled through the most dangerous sports on earth. Anybody want to take a guess what they might have covered the most dangerous sports on earth? Uh, maybe snowboarding? Snowboarding has been a guess. Write that down, Dana. We've got a guess of snow. But uh, specifically when they drop them from, like, the helicopters on those high mountains. When they drop oh, yeah. them from, like, hella skiing or yeah. Yeah. teleporting. Since when are they dropping snowboarders out of helicopters? Oh, they've huh? done it for a while. That's on yeah. the list. I'd what what, what, <laughs> I'd oh. say Aussie rules football. Australian rules football because they beat each other to they, death. It, it's a very violent game. They don't wear oh. helmets and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Ooh, what about that cheese rolling? Cheese oh, rolling? Oh, that You're does. Right. Yeah. You're right. That takes people out, <laughs> man. Yeah, there's like concussions all the time. Oh, on that. people separating shoulders left and right. Yeah, a lot of broken bones. Have you heard of that, DePaula? I have. Yeah, I think I've seen those with like crazy videos of it. Yeah. yeah. Good Good one. One. How about uh, MMA? MMA, okay, is a guest from Brad Ryder. We haven't heard from Randy Shaver or Andrews DePaula. I mean, I'm going to say high lie. Oh, oh yeah, and they whipped sure. those balls so fast. You have to explain that one to me. I know it was part of the intro for Miami Vice when I was a kid. They showed yes. people playing high lie. What, what do they do in that again, Andrew? They have those, like, those curved basket. Um... Right. It's, like it's, thing. it's almost like a sickle or something like that. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the name is. I'm just gonna. Sure, we I'll, know what yeah, you mean. Yep. We know what you yeah. mean. Yeah. And then I, I think they just they they whip them. They they go uh, fast. That's all I know. Mm -hmm. They go real fast. And I think the rate of injury in that game is extremely high. So okay. I just heard. I've heard it was a dangerous game. All right, Randy Shaver. We need one more guess from you, and then we'll get to I, it. I just said boxing. Boxing. Okay. Oh, yeah. sure. The most dangerous sports in the world. Now, in the article, they talk about. Uh, they mention we're not just talking about the chance of a twisted ankle or a bruised elbow. We're looking at sports where the stakes are as high as the adrenaline rush, risk of severe injury, even the potential for fatal accidents. 
So this is where they went with the top 10. Number 10, and anyone who's ever tried it, holler at me. Whitewater kayaking. Yes. Mm-hmm. I've done that, yes. Yep. Brad Ryder, you've whitewater kayaked? Yes. What the hell? What was Why? it? What was it like? Yeah, what the up, up in, up in uh, Canada, up in Banff and Lake Louise in that area. I mean, did you, ra- like that, did you that ride the bull? So beautiful. Did you did, ride the bull? What bull? I guess when you go whitewater rafting, it's either the front or the back, but there's like a oh, huge whip, I, and they call it yeah, riding sure. the bull. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh-huh. There I was go. in the back. Yeah, there you go. We talking about like a two-man kayak? Oh, three. Three people in a kayak. I didn't know you could put three mm-hmm. people in a kayak. I thought mm-hmm. you just one person fit in the damn thing. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. And was it legitimately scary and dangerous, Brad? Um, there were parts that were a little unnerving, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that would freak me out. <laughs> were you experienced driving a kayak? Uh, no. Okay. All right. <laughs> then, then, then I bet you were kind of nervous. <laughs> I, I, I yeah. mentioned, yeah. I've mentioned before that in high school, we kayaked. As part of an outdoor education class or something like that, mm-hmm. they dumped us into a pool, and I was by far, I, I was built for a kayak. I should have gone to the Olympics. I was absolutely unbelievable in a kayak, and I'm mad at myself that once the class was over, I never thought about it again. I could go upside down, backwards, underwater. I could, you could have dropped me out of a helicopter, Ashley, <laughs> and I would have been fine. Whitewater kayaking. Nine, here we go, Randy Shaver, boxing. Yeah. Yeah, you get your friggin' eggs scrambled up and down. Certainly can, especially if you're bad at it. (laughs) (laughs) Good point. (laughs) Never thought of it that way. And, like, your opponent is really good at it. What if your opponent is really good at it? And you're just bad at it. Yeah, you're in trouble. Did you ever try that as part of any training for football, uh, um, Andrew DePaula? A little boxing, you hit the heavy bag kind of a thing, build up your arm strength, that kind of a... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a great workout. How do you think you'd, ha- you'd handle yourself in a real boxing match? Terribly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's way you got a good reach, though, I bet. Good reach. Well, it's way different when the other person can hit back. Well, that's yeah, true. That's a good point. That's true. All right, here we go. Number eight on the list of the most dangerous sports in the world, hella skiing. There you go. Well, Ashley said uh, helicopter snowboarding. This is, uh, I'm, I'm sure we can throw that under this category. Hella skiing. They dump you out of a dam. That avalanche might swallow you up. Um, the other dangers of hella skiing. The unpredictable uh, environment and uh, some uh, hipster might make you drink a craft beer. Those are the uh, <laughs> dangers of... Yetis. Oh, my God, yetis. You didn't even think of that. Huh? Bull riding. Oh. Mm-hmm. They'll crack you in half and uh, sure. they'll stomp you in the guts, those bulls. They'll stomp a mud hole in you and walk it dry. Motor sports. You're on your motorcycle. You're behind the wheel of your formula. Uh, a race car. All that kind of stuff. Mixed martial arts is number five. Oh, play it, Josh. MMA, good job. Okay, give me a second. Oh, wait. You're, you're, you want this one? That's what can happen <laughs> That was right karate. There. I thought you were talking about something else. Maybe I got it confused. Maybe uh, karate isn't part of mixed martial arts. I don't know. Who said that? Brad Ryder? Yeah. Mixed martial arts. Yeah, you get your... Some Brazilian jiu-jitsu expert uh, pulls an artery out of your neck and you bleed out in front of your uh, folks who are in the stands. Uh, number four is skydiving. Anyone skydiving? No. no. no I'll, I'll pass. No. Never tried I've, it, uh, Andrew? I've done it. No, I've done it once. You have? 
Mm-hmm. Was once is, was enough, or do you think you'll do it again? No, I'm good. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> not you, not uh, a great experience. Did you vomit? No, no, I didn't, didn't vomit. vomit. Did How you, old no, were you when you did this? Uh, probably like 25, 24. What, did they have the deal where they strap the expert to your back and then they send you down towards uh, planet Earth? Yes, yes. And it sounds like it was, had, it was a bad experience? Did you soil yourself? I mean, it was, it's this tiny, cramped plane. You know, it was the pilot and then me and the person on my back and then another person who was jumping with us and a person on their back. And I was like, I'm not large, but I was the biggest person in the plane. And they were like, the guy was like, man, I've never jumped with you know with someone of your size oh no like, oh god we're ten thousand feet up like you don't say that now <laughs> are you a real adventurous guy or is it were you stepping out of character a little bit here um i mean it was something i'd wanted to try you know i just i wanted to do it um unfortunately with that i feel like it's something you know you could possibly try once and that and then that would be it <laughs> but thankfully for me that's a choice so i'm only going to do it once what about bungee jumping? Have you tried that? No, no. I'm not going to do that either. Boy, that was popular for a while. That was big in, like, the 90s. Oh, for God's sake. Everywhere, everywhere you turn, there was a bungee jump stand yeah. somewhere in the, in the mid-90s. It was ridiculous. I got sick of it. So this uh, friggin' guy, the instructor, Andrew DePaula, he was messing with you, right? When he said, oh, I don't know if you're too big of a... He was messing with you. I mean, looking back, maybe. I hope so. But at the time, I did not think so. I bet. <laughs> I remember when I tried skydiving, and at the same time, Josh tried to light a gas stove, and we met halfway. <laughs> you guys know that story, right? Yes. A friend of mine went skydiving, and they strapped the expert to his back, and my buddy vomited on the expert. Oh, oh, no. oh yeah. On the way down. On I the way down. they don't uh, look too kindly on something He like that. sprayed puke out of his oh. mouth, and it, and, it, and it went straight back, and it got in the instructor's mouth. Oh, and, oh. Oh, and, you know, more, more than you think. In his ears. Oh. Oh. There's nothing you can do about it either. Nope, nope. All right, we're into the top three oh. now, most dangerous sports <laughs> in the world. We're covering this with Vikings long snapper Andrew DePaula. Number three, equestrian horseback activities. Oh, I forget about that. Okay. They'll launch you into the air. Yeah, and they stomp you. And they will. They'll bite the uh, arm off of you. Uh, horses are scary. I remember Josh once said, Josh said, I wish I was hung like a horse so I wouldn't have to haul this big thing around. <laughs> that took off. I hear people using it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I felt great sympathy for you. Number two, big wave surfing. Oh, yeah. You Get drowned it. to death. Yeah. Sharks. Sharks. Sharks take a bite out of your I, ass. I think they even go out when there's like hur like smaller hurricanes. So nah, yeah, that was point. The the, that was Point Break. Oh. <laughs> you were watching Point Break. Oh, they don't go out during or, hurricanes. Or Blue Crush. Oh, oh man, they were on that. <laughs> don't you dare ever say that out loud ever again. I watched Blue Crush about four times in a row when it first came out. <laughs> Apparent, according to uh, BroBible.com, the most dangerous sport in the world. And we're going to try to get Andrew DePaula signed up for this in the offseason. Base jumping. Base jumping. Oh, yeah. that's They just, like, fly through the air, don't they? I imagine if you didn't enjoy... From a building or an antenna or something. Well, sometimes they jump off a, a big old rock, like the side of a mountain. Yeah, I don't know. that's what I was picturing, like Grand Canyon. <laughs> if you didn't like sky... Where they wear the wingsuits? Sometimes they wear the wingsuits. Okay. If you didn't like skydiving, then I bet you wouldn't sign up for base jumping, oh, Andrew. Man. No, nope. Uh, 
Yeah, I ain't mad at you. Anything else like that, like skydiving, you'd like to try? You, you'd mentioned before that your your contract would allow you to do stuff like that. Didn't you say that? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I thought you said you didn't have. You weren't as strict as uh, some of the other ones we've talked about. So I mean, they don't. They don't. At least mine doesn't uh, forbid me from doing that stuff. But like the there's broad language where it's like anything that you do that hurts you or is detrimental to the team, you know, you can be cut without pay or anything like that. So it's very broad. Yeah, that seems like it would encompass everything that was on this list. <laughs> I'll be dead. Yeah, probably. Well, Andrew, we know we got to let you go, um, but we appreciate it. Have a good time and uh, and uh, stay safe and, uh, and and whoop their ass out there in Green Bay on Sunday and then have a terrific Halloween with the wife and the kids and everything. Hey, likewise to you guys too. Likewise to you guys too. Oh, hey, I forgot to mention this. This I thought this was pretty cool, but I got in a, I got in an Uber last weekend heading to the hotel to go to the game. I get in the Uber and the guy turns around. We we talked for a little bit and then he turns around and he goes, "Are you Depot?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he points he points he points to his uh uh radio and he's got 93X on playing and he's like I'm a listener. He's like, I'm, I'm a listener. And I was like, wow, all right. This is, uh, you know, this is uh, these fans, man. They're great. He, They're actually, awesome. he texted in to say hi to you. Uh, on liver number two, Jesus was your Uber driver. That's Charlie? Crazy. Yeah. Charlie, Charlie Rose? Who? Oh, well, yeah, well, it looks like I'm looking at his email address. That could be. But, yeah, on liver number two, Jesus said to say hello, and he enjoyed driving you around. Well, tell him I said hello and enjoyed the ride. It was fun. That's great. Now you're screwed. <laughs> Just be waiting outside your house. That'll teach you to get wildly intoxicated and need an Uber. <laughs> you know, live moss, live moss, right? <laughs> You've heard that before. See you later, Andrew DePaula. Hey, thanks, guys. See you Absolutely. next week. Wonderful. We will see you next week. All right, let's get a listener live on the radio now. Let's get them going. What we got to do here is uh, get the predictions for the ball game. This twice in a week we're doing this, right? Uh, yeah. yeah we did yeah. it on Monday. Mm -hmm. We had to do it Monday for Monday Night Football. Now we got to do it for this game coming up on Sunday. Uh, if you want to get involved in our purple, uh, purple Pick'em Challenge, you got to listen at 9 a.m. and 3 p.m. You got to listen for that keyword, and then you text in. If you're lucky and we draw your name out of a hat, you join us and make these uh, bold predictions. Red-headed avian cheeses joins us this morning. Uh, Red-headed avian cheeses. Uh, are you there? Good morning. Morning. You, you are. Red-headed aviation cheeses. <laughs> <laughs> this place rules. <laughs> well, Wapple. That's what I got, avian. You got avian. avian. You hear avian. <laughs> no, that's what I was told it was. Who told you that? Uh, the, the people, people that set it up. Yeah, that set it up. Who? Oh. The promotions department? <laughs> yep. Well, who, yeah, who do we need to fire? Yeah, we want names. We Everybody. want names. Uh, it would be Ryder this time. Oh, well, we can't fire Ryder. She's the funniest person in the building. Okay, right, so safe. I was under the impression that you were a bird enthusiast or something when I saw avian. <laughs> but the word is aviation. So what are you, a pilot or something? No, I work in business aviation. Business aviation. Oh, what the hell? Fellas. What does that even mean? Uh, it's a business... Uh, small business jets rather than commercial jets. Oh, cool. fancy schmancy jets for rich folks and powerful companies yeah. and such. Exactly. Oh, well, that's kind of I've, I've 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 been in a couple of those. You know, those rich folks uh, jets. I thought they were uh, very frightening. 
I, I have some stories, but I'm not going to tell them while you're on the air. I, I enjoy them. You do. I don't want to make it sound like, you know, you're, there's something going on, but I, I got the, the hell scared, scared out of me. Here's what we need from you. Redheaded aviation, Jesus. And thank you for uh, getting involved in Purple Pick'em. Thanks for picking my name. Of course. Well, we picked somebody's name. <laughs> there's no, we didn't know whose name we picked. Right now there's a lady who is called Redheaded Avian. She's saying, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> I was told I was the... So, the halftime score for this Sunday's game. What's your call? We need a winner here, uh, Avian, uh, whatever the hell it was. Aviation. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go Minnesota 7 and Green Bay 7. I like that. Not expecting much. It's an exciting first half. Last week, it was an underwhelming halftime score, right? Maybe it could be. What about the final final? All right, I'm going Minnesota 23, Green Bay 17. A road victory is what she's predicting. Now, here's the deal. If you get one or the other correct, you'll win 1000 bucks. If you get them both, a hundred grand, and there you go. I'm sure you'll know how to get a flight. You'll be going on a trip to the championship game in February, and all of this is sponsored by the Next Generation 10G Network, only from Xfinity. Sorry about the confusion, redheaded aviation sheezes. No worries. Have a great weekend. We'll be rooting for your predictions. All right, thank you. Well, thank you very much. Isn't that something? It'd be great if she won, wouldn't it? Yeah, there were some other things we were going to talk about here. It will be great if she won, absolutely. We, we want that to happen badly. Uh, here we effing go. It's one of the most wonderful nights of the whole year. Tonight is Game 1 of the World Series. Arlington, Texas hosts Game 1. And I know what you're asking. You want to know, who's pitching the opener? I'll tell you. Zach Gallen for the Diamondbacks and Nate Eovaldi for the Rangers. Game 1 begins 7 o'clock on Channel 9. Here's something I don't talk about much. During the 1963 World Series, I was in a mental institution, and the lead nurse wouldn't allow us to watch the World Series <laughs> because awful. she said it would disrupt our schedule. Yes. <laughs> and we were pissed. Uh, I was right. pissed. Right. Randy, you remember I told you this story you, before. You told me about being over the cuckoo's nest. My buddy uh, Cheswick and Billy the Club and Martini, Tabor, <laughs> Chief, uh, Mr. Harding, we all took a vote to watch the series, but uh, the nurse wouldn't let us watch. Kofax kicks, he delivers. It's up the middle, it's a base hit. Richardson is rounding first, he's going for second. The ball's in the deep right center. Davidson over in the corner, cut the ball off. Here comes the throw, Richardson rounding first, he goes into second, he slides, he's in there, he's safe. It's a double, he's in there, Martin. You look at Richardson's on second base. Kofax is in big f***ing trouble. Big <laughs> trouble, baby. Here's Trash to the next batter. Trash looks in, Kofax. Kofax gets the signs from Roseboro. He kicks once, he pumps, he fires. It's a strike. Kofax's curveball is snapping off like a f***ing firecracker. All right, here he comes with the next pitch. Trash swings. It's a lot of fly ball in deep left center. If you don't recognize the references or the audio, you've been doing it all wrong your entire life. You've just done it all wrong. Pigs got their asses kicked last night in Philadelphia. Oh, you know what was really funny last night? The dude with the puppet behind the flyer's bench. That was awesome. This is up on 93x.com. you got to see this video. The, the pigs were terrible last night. They got smoked. They play in Washington tonight. I don't know the reference. Someone showed up with a puppet from the Goosebumps movie or something? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful puppet. It's it's creepy looking. He's torturing uh, the, the Phillies uh, Flyers head coach with it, that John Tortorella prick. 
it's a funny video. And the guy, the announcers were very funny about it. You got the audio for that, Josh? Uh, there wasn't really a ton. Fair enough. They, they were just saying, you know, don't turn around. You guys were familiar with this creepy doll? Yeah. Yep. We got we got to do this. I have a puppet. We could do this. Scott Flamison is that Flamison? Flamison. You guys know I have a fireman puppet. His name is Scott Flamison. Mm-hmm. If we get seats behind the pigs bench, we could do this. I could I could uh, I could try to rattle the the spray tan man with my fireman puppet Scott Flamison. Why, why would you do that against your own team? Why would I, you go, on, go to do, do, go to do it against the opponent. Oh, f that! I want to screw with the spray tan man. He he looks like the kind of guy that would snap at me. Yeah, he does. Go <laughs> to the penalty box. I want I want the I want the spray tan man to come over the glass and attack me and Scott Flamison. <laughs> Lots of other things going on. Golden Gopher hockey. They lost last night. They got one more with Wisconsin tonight. Golden Gopher football is at home against Michigan State tomorrow. The Wolves home opener on Saturday. Wapple, uh, go ahead and dump an elbow on that song maker. <sighs> That's right. Friday, our guys here, Randy Shaver and Brad Ryder, like to save up all their aggressions for Friday morning. <laughs> Randy holds in all the anger and stress that his wife causes him. I'd imagine for Brad, it's the leaf blower guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brad Ryder bottles up the aggression he'd like to uncork upon the leaf blower guy outside his office. They save it for Friday dad fights. Yeah, a little weekly trivia battle that we put together for the boys. We've done 145 different editions of the game on this program. It feels more like 1,045. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We need a topic for today's dad fight. We do. We got one. As I just mentioned a minute ago, earlier tonight is game one of the World Series, one of my favorite events of the year. If you can't get into the World Series, you're just not a good American. Well, we got our own special series planned for today's edition of Dad Fights. The Girls Series! Today, gentlemen, you'll be quizzed on the greatest female athletes of all time. It's the Girls Series. We'll be giving you hints and information on the all-time great achievements of female athletes. You gotta try and name them. Bye, damn. Oh, okay. All right. If you can't name some of these female athletes, well, obviously, you'll likely lose today's contest. And also, very likely, your wife will be forcing you to sleep on the couch because she no longer wants to share a bed with a sexist pig son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You know how we operate around here. You're going to want to shout out your answer before your opponent does. If you're correct, you'll hear the bell. That means you got one point. Where are we going this week on the incorrect sound effect? What do you got? Oh! Oh, That's a classic waffle. If you are incorrect, you'll hear Randy say, and you'll receive no points. And if you're a new listener, uh, this is way back to the early days of dad fights. And I remember the specifics on this. It was a basketball-oriented game. And Randy was trying to say Robert Parrish. <laughs> and instead, what did he say, Waffle? 
I don't think that's me. Made up voice. <laughs> you can steal a point if your opponent wets his pants and coughs out a wrong answer. Ten challenges plus a tiebreaker if necessary. That's how we get her done, son. And handling the intro this morning. And Wapple tells me, oh, he needs intro people. If you're a listener, you want to do a Dad Fights intro, you want to give us a few jokes, a few cute lines, Wapple, he needs it by damn, he does. Mm -hmm. This morning, we're going to hear from Taste the Golden Spray Jesus. This is Taste the Golden Spray Jesus. Coming to you from North Branch, Minnesota, father to two ungrateful children. How's the family? <laughs> Belligerent and numerous. It's once again time for the weekly fight between two Jurassic Grumps. If only there was a better name to call them. Well, aren't you a Grumposaurus? I'm a Grumposaurus Rex! We'll start with the challenger. A man who once heard his voice on the radio and just keeps coming back. I can't fire them. I hired these guys for three days a week, and they just started showing up every day. That was four years ago. Brad. <laughs> I never gave you a name as parents because to me, you aren't special. You were special to rats. And now we have my guy, the contract player. He likes to pick them. He likes to stick them. He likes to kick them. Randy, the ass man shaver. This is Dad Fights. Scissor me, Randy ass. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Taste the golden spray, Jesus. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> if you want to do an intro, like I was saying earlier, you got to call Wapple. Wapple, what's your number again? Oh, 651. Uh, 651-989-9393. Oh, That's can, cheap. You, you can hit me up on the Luther Bloomington Kia text line. Well, hey, he, he got the sponsor read in there. That's cool. <laughs> oh, sure. Oh, I, I forgot about that. But otherwise, there's an uh, electronic mail address. That's so. probably better. What yeah. you say? What's that? H-A-M-S-93-X at gmail.com. Give us your name and this and that, and we'll get you lined up. The all-time great female athletes edition of Dad Fights. Let's give her. Considered by many as the greatest to ever play her sport, this U.S. soccer star with a meaty Mia last Hamm. name. Yep. <laughs> we didn't need to go too far there. Uh, 158 career goals, two World Cups, two Olympic golds. Mia had her own video game on the Nintendo 64, oh. Danalysis tells us. It was the first game to exclusively feature female athletes only. It's a fun game, too. I'd never heard of that. Mm -hmm. Mia Ham. And Randy is up one to nothing. Ham sandwich. <laughs> I love that bit. Me too. Jimi Hendrix. Drugs. Janice Joplin. <laughs> Alcohol. Mama Cass. Ham sandwich. <laughs> what movie? Austin Powers, the... The Spy Who Loved Me, or whatever the hell it was called. The first, the one, The first one, whatever that was called. One nothing, Randy. In 1988, this here all-time great German tennis star became the first player. Steffi Graf. Jeez. Wow. Whoa. Brad hates women. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Randy just really loves women. <laughs> that is impressive. That is impressive. I didn't even get to... Her achievements, I'll, I'll read it because it's uh, interesting. It's, I mean, really unbelievable. 
This all-time uh, great German tennis star became the first player, man or woman, to achieve the Golden Slam, which means she won all four of the major tennis tournaments in a calendar year. You got the Australian Open, the French Open, the Wimbledon Open, the U.S. Open. Busy year. As well as a Olympic gold medal. By the time she retired in 1999, she had racked up 22 major title victories. And yes, Randy Shaver, the answer is Steffi Groff. She married fellow tennis pro Andre Agassi in 2000, add one, and they pumped out a couple of kids, and they got divorced. There was a documentary, I think, on Agassi. What the hell? Did I Did I actually sit down and watch a documentary on Andre Agassi? Sounds like he did. <laughs> was he with Brooke Shields before or after? Her? I don't remember. Oh, I, Brooke uh, Shields. Before. Maybe it Before. wasn't. Maybe it wasn't yeah. about Agassi. It was about I don't know athletes who have married each other or something. But from the, from what I remember, he was kind of a dick to her. But he was young. I'm not. You know. Of course, we all we've all had bad relationships where we regret. You know, some of our behaviors. But my damn, I thought that she was just stunning. I wonder if their kids are like into tennis. They say they don't uh, care if they are or if they are not. Josh, didn't you kind of get a little funny feeling when we started talking about Steffi Graf yesterday? Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right. She's a beauty. Two nothing, Randy. Brad, come on. Perhaps ironically, it's been nothing but uphill for this beloved female athlete since she began learning how to ski at Burnsville's Buck. Lucy Vaughn. Wow. <laughs> Sounds like Brad was almost there. Yeah, but I heard that's him start. That, that so sounded like an Arterburger for Brad. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Lindsey Vaughn. Certainly well-known, Vaughn got her start on skis at Buck Hill, but according to Dane Analysis, it's often overlooked. She also went to Eastview High School and asked Dana the 2003 Sadie Hawkins game. Dana, I got to be honest, I tried to fact-check this, and I couldn't find anything backing oh, up ask that anybody. information. Ask anybody, they'll tell you. I'll start asking anybody. Yeah, ask anybody, they'll tell you. It happened. Pride of Eastview High School, Lindsey Vaughn. 2003, you say? Yep, mm-hmm. She was a senior, I was a junior. <laughs> Free scandals at the time, you know, an older lady asking a younger guy yeah, to the well. dance. But yeah, it happened. Lindsay's Vaughn is correct, and Randy has a commanding. Not overwhelming, because Brad has come back many times. But a commanding 3 nothing lead. All right, Randy, we seem to have we seem to have tapped into something here. So I wouldn't doubt if you pounce on this one rather quickly. And it goes like this. She may be just four foot eight inches tall, but she stands as the greatest gymnast of Nadia all time. Nadia Comaneci. I heard both of you. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Trigger happy over there. He's like playing a drum machine. Uh, Randy said Nadia Comaneci. Brad Ryder said Mary Lou Retton. Uh, you are both incorrect. I'll finish Simone the question. Biles. She may just be four foot eight inches tall, but she stands as the greatest gymnast of all Tam. She already has seven Olympic gold medals, but is looking to up that total in the 2024 Olympics in Paris. The answer is Simone Biles. And she's uh, you know, still cooking. She's still bouncing around, doing whatever 
She now has 37 medals between the Olympics and World Championships. Wow. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. I, I remember her watching her in one of the Olympics when I was younger. I just thought, this girl is incredible. It's and, so cool to see what she's done. And she keeps doing tricks that have never been invented before. Right. That yeah. no, one, no one's even, even attempted right. to try. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that they have like issues trying to score her sometimes. Mm-hmm. They're like, I, I don't even know. Yeah. A number like that doesn't exist. <laughs> and like I said, she's headed for the 2024 Olympics. Josh, you and I should try out for the American judo team. <laughs> First thing we need to do, learn judo. Learn. <laughs> Look up the definition of judo. <laughs> learn how to judo. Google, but, uh, how do I judo? <laughs> but I was looking up the I was looking up the 2024 Olympics and the games that will be played at that uh, event and uh, I saw judo and I thought, "Oh, I'd like to get a look at that." Okay. Uh, still 3 nothing, Randy. Both of you were incorrect on the last one. All the female athletes we've quizzed you on to this point have competed against other women. But now we're going to take a left turn. Billie Jean King. Danica Patrick. Brad Ryder oh, is Brad. correct with Danica Patrick. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest of the question was, but now we're going to take a left turn with this Wisconsin native. Oh, left turn. Who took on the dudes head-to-head on the racetrack. First ever woman to win an IndyCar Series race. First ever to clinch pole position in a NASCAR Series race. Danica has appeared on a number of different TV shows, including The Simpsons, American Ninja Warrior, Running Wild with Bear Grylls, and music videos for Jay-Z, Miranda Lambert, and Maroon 5. Miranda Lambert music videos. Ooh. Ooh, I bet those are something to see. I they they are, yeah, they definitely are. Hot well, stuff. Yeah. Randy oh, yeah. Shaver. Anything she does. Randy, I I I have no idea who she is. I just uh, made her. Oh, fabulous. you would like her, Nick. Country I, music actress, correct? Or star? Yes. Yes. Actress. She's very good. I mean, oh, I was thinking of I was thinking of Jack Lambert. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Not the same thing. <laughs> no. A little bit of a difference. Making an assumption there that uh, she must be boring. I guess not. Randy Shaver, I saw where you were going with that. You jumped in with Billie Jean King because Josh right. made a reference to women competing against men. Uh, right. Brad Bobby Ryder, Ritz. what did you? Brad Ryder was correct with Danica Patrick. That puts uh, one point on the board for Brad. Here we go. Still going. When it comes to great woo men athletes, she belongs. She's gone ahead and followed in her legendary father's footsteps, footsteps, and has become a 14-time, by God, Mean Gene, WWE champion. When it comes to Men Charlotte Flair. It's two for Brad Ryder. You're correct. Couldn't think of her first name for a second. Charlotte Flair. And I remember this now. It's mentioned here in Denalysis, and I remember when Charlotte told us in person, we had her live in studio years ago, she never wanted to be a wrestler until sadly her brother died young. Reed was his name. He died young. Reed was an upcoming wrestler. And that inspired her to give it hell and try wrestling because it was his dream to be in the double double E. She told us that right into a microphone, didn't she, Cubby? He sure did. That's awesome. It's now 3-2. Randy Shaver. During her track and field dominance in the 80s. Jackie, join our cursey. Wow. Whoa. Are you always this quick with women, Brad? Because this is something else. Oh, my God, Randy. He said Jackie, join her cursey, and Josh almost didn't even give him any hints. 
Yeah, wow. Uh, the rest of the question would have read, this lady, uh, legendary lady athlete with a hyphenated last name won six Olympic medals. So it wasn't a long jump for Sports Illustrated to once vote her the greatest female athlete of all time. Of all time. Of all time. Jackie Joyner-Kersey. It's very impressive, Brad that's, Ryder. That's the only female track and field athlete that I know. So, Well, it worked out for you. We're all tied up. I remember yes. another female track and field athlete. Who was a, uh, 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 maybe I don't. I mean, I, I'm, I have it right at the tip of my tongue. Um, she ran barefoot. And she oh. made, a, made a name for herself in yep. the 80s. Long know, distance runner. Yes. I know who you're talking about. I can't I think of her name. She ran, yeah, same here. She ran in her bare feet. She had an odd name. I don't recall. We'll get back to that. We'll get back to it. A BB bike? No. No, he said, she said, uh, he said it's an, an odd, odd name. name. An odd name. Did oh. you just say a BB bike? A BB Bicola, a Bicola or something. Yeah, that ran barefoot in the 1960 Summer Olympic Games. No, hit, hit the Artaburga. You guys are wrong. I don't think so. Darn. It's, it's, Zola, it. it's Zola Bud. Zola That's Bud. It. Zola, Zola Bud. Bud. Yeah. All right. I threw you. I don't mean to throw you off. That's Sorry, it. I blew up. Zola Bud. Here we go. We're tied at three. Dad fights uh, 100 and who cares? It's, uh, it's about <laughs> the greatest female athletes of all time. <laughs> She's a three-time WNBA champion with the Los Angeles. Lisa Leslie. Lisa Leslie is right. Unbelievable. You guys are just killing this. Three-time WNBA champion with the Los Angeles Sparks and a basketball Hall of Famer. She's regarded as one of the best female basketball players of all time, and she made history in 2000 plus two when she became the first ever woman to dunk in a WNBA game. How would Randy Moss say her nickname, the team's nickname? Oh, the Los Angeles Sporks. (laughs) (laughs) When I when I talk, I spark. spark. (laughs) Four three Randy with the Lisa Leslie answer. Finish him. Oh This is it. Possibly. She's twenty-six now. But 11 years ago, at the age of just 15, this female athlete won the first of her seven gold medals in swimming at the Olympic Games in London. She's widely regarded... Calkins. She's widely regarded as not only one of the best swimmers of all time, but one of the best all-time Olympians as well. Hmm. Nothing. Katie Ledecky. Katie Ledecky. Oh, sure. Yep. After the 2023 Olympics in Tokyo, she became the most decorated U.S. swimmer in history and the only female U.S. swimmer to win gold in three straight Olympics. What answer did you give, Randy? Tracy Calkins. Tracy Calkins. No, and uh, Brad had nothing. Katie Ledecky, isn't she a local lady? I don't know if no. she's... Uh, she, I know she's done a lot around here, right? Yeah, she sounds local to me. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know if she's Maybe local. I'm confusing her with someone else. I know she didn't go to Eastview. I can tell you that much, at least. She didn't <laughs> go where? She didn't, she didn't go to Eastview High School. Eastview High School. So well, she was raised in Maryland. Okay. Well, that's local enough. Uh, <laughs> Starts with an M. It's in the U.S. Our guy Wapple over there is the score. What is the score? Randy Shaver, four, and Brad Ryder, three? Yep. So Brad could still tie it? Yep, and go to a tiebreaker. All right. Josh was just saying something about this Ledecky gal. Uh, being 15 years old when she won the first of her seven gold medals. Wow. Okay, speaking of that age, most of us were busy masturbating and hating our parents when we were 15. (laughs) 
But this year, Gal turned pro in the sport of golf at 15. Monica Sorenstam. Oh, shoot. Josh is, uh, pardon me, you're not Josh, you're Brad. Brad is incorrect, Randy. I'll finish the question for you. She turned pro in the sport of golf at 15. She competed in her first LPGA just a few di- uh, days shy of her 16th birthday, becoming the youngest player to ever do so. We. Fatality. <laughs> you to answer you in French, we. Oui. <laughs> That's the correct answer. It came down to the final, final question. The final score, Randy Shaver 5, Brad Ryder 3. Randy is correct. Michelle Wee became a pro golfer at the age of 15. Nice effort for both of you. Brad, you made a, a hellacious comeback. Randy is just far too infatuated with these ladies, I guess, for you to for you to overcome such a thing. Michelle Wee, it says here, Randy, do you know this? Back in 20 plus 19, she married some guy named Johnny West, who is the son of Jarrah West. Oh, I didn't know that. They have a son together that they named Lil Jerry. I'm kidding. Huh. I'm kidding. They named, him, uh, they named the boy uh, McKenna, which is silly. Um, but yeah, she married uh, Jerry West's son. I bet you would have wanted to marry into the West family. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'd like to marry Jerry West. Oh. <laughs> That's it. We got to go, but you guys put on a great effort. Yeah, I'll tell awesome you that right work. now. Awesome boys. Both of you guys. It was great. I'll tell you that right now. Have fun with all the – you got the World Series. You got the Viking. You guys have fun, and we'll talk to you on Monday. Sounds good. Okay. Cavast Morning Show. They're loud. They lose control. They do their little circus act. They're a nuisance. 93X. Grace here, customer service rep at Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Our customers are our top priority, whether that's providing same-day service or solving a cooling issue for that addition on your home. Ashley, tell our listeners about this month's AC specials. Get started on your spring cleaning checklist now. With the weather warming up, it's the perfect time to get your AC tuned up with Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Get $40 off a furnace or AC tune-up or double your savings and get $80 off when you get them done at the same time. Visit standardheating.com to save now. What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real, because just business is better business. Visit JustCapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. The 93X Half-Assed Morning Show. What in the actual f*** are you guys doing? On 93X. I hear you. I'm not so sure what we're doing. It's 8.32 on the program. We have returned, and we're so very happy to have you listening this morning. A little heads up now. We should revisit this. We have a massive concert announcement to dump on you in about 28, 27 minutes. I'm sweating. I'm, a, I'm so excited that we get to be the ones to fill you in on this. It's not Mr. Big. Everyone keeps texting. We brought <laughs> it up. Already announced we that. already talked That's about Mr. February. Big. It's not Mr. Big, but I'm excited. I'm sweating. So uh, you're eight, you're hanging in there okay, man. Eight fifty nine. You're, you're the trooper around here. Right before nine a.m. And that could have been a hint when I said that I'm so excited. Maybe it's the Pointer Sisters. 
Could have been a hint when I said, I'm sweating. Maybe it's CNC Music Factory and they're coming to town to make you sweat. You'll have to wait around and find out. I did say fill you in. Uh, could be Phil Collins on his latest tour. I would go see that triple bill. The Pointer Sisters, Phil Collins, and CNC Music Factory. It's none of those. It's none of those. I don't even know if any of the Pointer Sisters are still alive. <laughs> as wonderful as they were. I think they might be down to maybe one pointer. But there you go. I'm quite thrilled. And, and obviously the rest of you are too. Uh, outside I'm of me, psyched. Outside oh. of me and Josh, the rest of you are coming uh, completely uncorked over there. I'm yes. mostly excited for you yeah, guys. I, I felt the same thing. When we heard, when we were told by the promotions uh, people what it was yesterday, I immediately like, turned and looked at you guys because I wanted to see your reactions. <laughs> same here. Because I knew how excited you would be. Watch any scary movies yet now? Uh, yes. Two. Last two. Night. Whoa, what'd you watch? Final Destination and Final Destination 2. It was on AMC. Those are fun movies. I enjoy, enjoy those. How was I the only drive watched to the work? first one. How was the drive to work today then? Slightly scary? No, I didn't even think about it, actually. Oh. Not, not driving behind any massive trucks carrying uh, large trees? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like that. Wapple, last night I also tuned into a little bit of those two movies. <gasps> We were watching the same same shows. We at the were, same time. we were. Boy, That's you're getting cute. old. You're sitting there watching AMC. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you know, I watch that stuff just because I'm used to that type of programming with commercials. Doesn't bother me. I know that's like a big thing these days. People can't stand. Oh my God, a commercial! I'll just dial it up on pay per view or whatever the gimmick is nowadays on, on demand. I still. So I was watching. I I saw the one where the roller coaster gives way and everyone gets chopped in half. Oh, yeah, yeah. Final um, Destination. I think that was part three. Three. They yeah. are fun. They're fun to watch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I saw the one where the the lady got in the crash, and then she's sitting in the car. She's got the thing through her leg, and she can't get out. And then all of a sudden, the airbag goes off, and she blows her head into the pole. Oh, <laughs> yeah. There's a thing through Brutal. her leg. Yeah, it's like a telephone pole or a something. A telephone pole went through her leg? Yeah, through I the was car. watching the same damn thing, at least at the roller coaster version. There's a lot of pretty ladies in those movies, yeah. too. Yeah. I think in three, that's the tanning bed one. Too. Oh God, that one! I can't. Yeah, I can't that, watch that scene. That messed me up for a while. Did it really? Well, yeah. I, I haven't seen it. Are so they worth watching the other ones? Yeah, I, I mean, like them. If, if, you get, the first if you catch them on TV, I yeah. won't go out of your way to go see them all, but they're fun. That's a good I wouldn't. Way to put it. I wouldn't know one from the other, but when I tune in, it's usually a pretty good time. The Final Destination series. Okay. I watched one of the worst Halloween movies I've ever seen recently. It was with my girlfriend. She said it was one of her favorite movies of all time. Practical Magic with Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman. Never even I've heard never of it. Never seen it. That was a tough watch. I'll have to check it they're out. They're sisters. They're witches. Ooh. Uh, it's it was a tough watch. That sounds right up my alley. But she has sat through numerous of my awful movies, so I was happy to do it. It's not a kids movie. Um. Yeah. Not PG thirteen. Yeah. PG thirteen. Okay. It has a 24% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Is that bad? That's yeah, not that's good. not ideal. That sounds terrible. <laughs> what oh, was people? that one kid's uh, witch show with the busty witches? Hocus one? Pocus? Yeah, there we go. Yeah. But I never considered them busty they witches. They are very busty. <laughs> yeah, they're very busty. <laughs> <laughs> Scary movies. It's that time of year now. Scary movies. You dial into one here and there. You can't help it if you're a old school guy like me and Wapple and just have you know regular cable they're, they're, they pop up this time of year uh who wants to try and guess what is the most expensive horror movie ever made I'll give Ooh. you a hint you'll never guess not oh. so much a horror movie as a, as it is a zombie movie that might help you out 
Hmm. Maybe you might guess now. Not so much a horror movie as it is a zombie movie. 28 Days Later? 28 Days Later has been guessed. That's incorrect. I like that one. I do Mm -hmm. too. Because the zombies are fast. Do I I have the right movie? The zombies are... Mm-hmm. That freaked me out. That's when the I first fir- movie I remember. Yeah, where the zombies were super fast. I mean, they're they're freaking track stars. Mm-hmm. Really, more than I me, mean, their, their lust for human flesh turns them into Jackie Joyner Kersey. If you were listening to our dad fight segment, uh, you you understand the callback. Not twenty eight days later. Is it one of the Zombieland movies? It is not. Oh, those are good. Those are very fun. Well, the first one especially. Mm-hmm. Donna the Dead. No, oh, that's a good guess. Is that the one where they're across the street from the mall? Yeah. I like that and, one. And that was cool, they, too. They made a video game after it, Dead Rising. Never saw it. That but game's I, a lot of fun. I you like get, the movie. Yeah, you get to go around, and you can grab different weapons in the mall and then beat zombies up with it. Dude. So you could have, like, a lawnmower and just mow through zombies. <laughs> can cool. I go grab a fishing rod out of a sporting goods yes, store? Yes, you can. Really? Yeah. If I can beat him to death with a fishing rod, I might be in. <laughs> yeah, like a fishing rod, baseball bat. Um, what are you, those tree clippers? Those like very pruner? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pruner. Oh, yeah. God. Pole saw? Yeah. Cut the pecker off a zombie with a pole saw. Is it Shaun of the Dead? Maybe think fast zombies again. Oh, are they fast in this one? Yeah. That's a good hint, Cubby. It's uh, not uh, Shaun of the Dead. Oh, what was that Will Smith zombie movie? Oh, him and the dog. Oh, World War Z? It is World World War Z. Z. There we go. We got there. You know, if that movie was rated R, I think it would have been a lot better. I enjoyed that, though. Brad Pitt, he's good in it. I liked it, too, and you are absolutely correct. It, it it, It wasn't as enjoyable because it was for kids. It was a little tame. It was tame. Remember when they were all like piling up trying to climb that wall yeah. or whatever it was? Yep. That was pretty free. Oh. World War Z is the most expensive, if you want to call it, horror movie ever made. Uh, I guess uh, it took them $190 million to put that pig together. Dang. All right, this is kind of adorable. So I, I looked up <laughs> Dawn of the Dead on Google, and right now they have an emoji of a person running, and there's zombies chasing them across my screen. It goes back and forth. Oh, if you that's just search so that, fun. Yeah. that's cool. <laughs> I guess I'd have to see them. Did you call it a meme? Uh, emoji. 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 <laughs> I was trying to think of the name. I just watched Totally Killer a couple of days ago on Netflix. Julie Bowen. It's pretty funny. It was de- it was a decent movie if you're looking for something. It's a comedic just to kill time. Comedic uh, horror movie. Oh yeah, uh, I enjoyed that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely got some comedy in it. I thought the. The uh, young woman, I'm not sure her name. She did a really good job. Okay. Let's see here. What are people? People are texting in about, oh, God. Uh, people are texting in about that video game that you like there, uh, Wobble. Dead Rising, mm-hmm. which is a remake of the movie Dawn of the Dead. You, yep. you, you yeah. said. Okay. Yeah, the game's based off the movie, yeah. Right. Uh, this is great. Bricked my pants, Jesus. Did you ever try this one, Wobble? They say in the video game Dead Rising, you can put a frying pan on a stove heat up the frying pan, and then go around burning <laughs> zombies' faces with it. That's awesome. That. Oh, man. Oh, I love video games. Here are the other most expensive horror movies. Number 10, Hollow Man. I never saw Hollow Man. Never even heard of it. Anyone enjoy that one? Never saw it. Never, never saw, saw it. it either. That cost $95 million. Uh, it, re- it reminds me of the movie from a couple years ago, The Invisible Man. That was fun. Was that good? I oh. thought it was going to be... Was it called Just Invisible, or I, was it Invisible I, Man? I can't remember. Maybe I have the, the title wrong. Because I think yeah, there's I, one called Invisible. I remember the trailer where the lady's sleeping, and then she wakes up, and she throws paint, and then there's the figure of the dude. 
Yeah, I'll go along with <laughs> it. Yeah, it. The oh, Invisible yeah. Man. It is called The Invisible Man. It, it, I, I laughed when I saw the trailer. Are you kidding me? We're still doing this stupid Invisible Man gimmick? It's so dumb. It's been played out to de- I was wrong. It's, it's fun. Yeah, that's a good movie. Number nine on the most expensive horror movie. Again, some of these aren't horror movies. Alien Covenant, 97. That's not a horror movie. Mm. Uh, End of Days. Never saw it. That's Schwarzenegger, isn't it? Yeah, that was not that great. What Lies Beneath, Day Shift, never saw it, never oh, saw it. Oh, Day Shift it. was okay. You might like that. Yeah, Zombies During the Day? It's not It's not great. If I'm thinking of the right one, it's with um, Jamie Foxx. I love Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Number five, this isn't a horror movie, Prometheus. I sat through that. That's absolutely one of the stupidest movies I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. I didn't care for that one either. Number three, zombie movie. Someone said I Am Legend. I love that movie, but I, I can't watch it. It cost, uh, I know, the dog dies. Yeah, that's bad. It cost $150 million to make I Am Legend. Uh, Legend. It cost $150 million to, uh, uh, to make the, the Wolf Man from 2000 plus 10. I just hmm. made a new Was that Jack Nicholson? I don't know the Wolf Man. Uh, number uh, two. Benicio Del Toro okay. was in that one, maybe? maybe Anthony the, Hopkins, Emily Blunt. Uh, maybe the Nicholson movie was just called Wolf. Uh, the second most expensive horror movie from 2000 plus four. It cost them $160 million to pile this one up. Van Helsing. Oh, that was a really good movie. I, I thought it was okay. I, I, it. I was expecting more, I guess. I like Hugh Jackman quite a bit. <sighs> Boy, it costs a lot of money to make these movies. Yeah. Well, the cheapest horror movie would have to be Blair Witch Project, I assume. You may be right. I bet you're right, yeah. I mean, at least. But who knows? Of the last 35 years, obviously, if you go back to 1907, you know, (laughs) in some garbage. But sure, modern horror movie, the cheapest, I bet it was Blair Witch, right? Yeah, it didn't cost much. I think it was something like $30,000. Just running around. Wow, really? Mm -hmm. You got a handheld camera. You do a couple of takes, this and that. The gal's nose starts running, and then you cut. You make a 13-year-old get so motion sickness, he has to go throw up in the bathroom of the Regal Movie Theater in Egan. Yeah, (laughs) I have a a hard time with those kind of movies, too, where it's like where they have their own hand, like recorder. It's I hate them. You really barfed? Yeah, I barfed. barfed. Yeah. It might have had to do with, like, the two pounds of Butterfinger BBs I had consumed <laughs> yeah. the, in the movie, Cut too. Could add to that, couldn't it? Yeah, it could have, I think it was a combo platter there. Because I remember being warned about how that might make you sick, um, and it, I was fine with it. Um, but then again, I've always been pretty good about motion sickness and seasickness and whatnot. You cacked up all your Butterfinger BBs? Yep, didn't even see the end of the movie. That's too bad. The, the ex- Go ahead, Bob. Those paranormal activity movies must be kind of cheap to make. Oh, I'm I sure. Mean, oh, yeah, but they are. You just got to kind of move something under a sheet. Well, but there were some special <laughs> effects there. <laughs> You've made the sheets move? Yeah, it was free. <laughs> when, you, when you were young, you burned them right up. Now you just make them move a little bit. They move less. <laughs> I mean, yeah, paranormal activity. I never saw any of them beyond the first one, but I bet that wasn't terribly expensive. But they still had a little bit of special effects and a little bit of fanciness in that. Paranormal activity, that's the one where we both agreed the dude deserved to get it and couldn't wait for him to get it. <laughs> yes. I get some of those confused. All right, yeah. No, you're right. From I was so glad. From the get-go, we wanted that dude dead. Yeah. I wish he would have died sooner. I was So I was looking at the expanding list here, and um, at number 18, Interview with the Vampire. Never saw it. Oh, you didn't? No. I doubt you'd like it. That was only $60 million, and that surprises me just because of the stars. You got Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt in there. You'd think that yeah. e- each of them would be making, you know, they'd split that 50-50 or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, anybody else see that movie? I never no. saw it. Mm-mm. Uh, I bet you'd like it, Ashley. You like vampire stuff, don't you? Yeah, oh yeah. 
We got people who want to argue. Now, I saw this movie. How can you argue this? Uh, someone says, I Am Legend is a vampire movie, not a zombie movie. What do you mean by that? What? Yeah, they were vampires, weren't they? Are they were, you serious? Well, well, maybe they weren't. I, it's been a long time. I thought they were they were just uh, uh, dog-killing uh, vam- uh, oh, uh, zombies. I guess I understand where they're coming from because they're not able to be in the light. Oh. Well, huh. F me sideways. I never thought of it yeah, that way. Yeah, I thought way. they were vampires. I feel like I'm I've been catfish. Well, then sorry I blew up. <laughs> sorry I blew up. It's not going to... I won't bring it up again. I promise. And, and kind of like the dude from Paranormal Activity, I thought the dog had it coming. In, uh, in, the, in the... What was the movie called again? I Am Legend? I thought the dog had it coming from the get-go. <laughs> Shut up. The 93X Half-Assed Morning Show. Wow, what a hell of a deal we got going on here. We're creeping up on that concert announcement. Nine minutes away. Don't go nowhere. It's going to be something special. We were talking about scary movies here a few minutes ago. And then Wapple brought up a video game that was based on a scary movie. The movie, Dawn of the Dead. What was that, early 2000s? Yeah, I think 2004. And then they pushed out a video game based on the movie. The video game was called Dead Rising. Did I get that right? Yep. And Wapple talked about some of the weapons you can use to fight zombies in the Dead Rising video game. Even a couple of our listeners knew some of the, the weapons. Because you're at a mall, right? You go grab a, mm-hmm. you say, baseball bat, a vacuum cleaner, you yeah, beat you a few. Can, you can go in different stores and grab different items. Nice. Weapons. These are the most iconic weapons used in movies and television. And they're all horror, movie, or zombie program related okay the most iconic weapons uh michael myers and his butcher's knife from the halloween gimmick yeah he's always running around town he's always got that butcher's knife i think if i remember right i haven't seen many of the halloween movies but i remember him swinging that thing around going after gorgeous jamie lee curtis back in 1978 jason Voorhees and his machete mm-hmm Friday the 13th. He kills with a little bit of everything in in that series. Again, I haven't seen many of them, but... He, he gets creative, yeah. He does. Some, yeah, some uh, comically, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's funny. Wasn't there one where he froze somebody and then yeah. smashed him into a million pieces? Yeah, uh, the, when he went to space? Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. The son bitch went to space. He did. Yeah. That one was pretty funny, <laughs> just because how ridiculous <laughs> that it was. Weird. That was so stupid. And they, they were leaning into it. They knew what they were oh, doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me if I'm saying this right on the next uh, iconic weapon in movies and television. Ghost Face and their modified Buck 120 knives. Did, did what I say just make sense? They had a knife yeah. that was like very jagged edges. Yeah, uh, it was a, he had a buck knife. Is that, was, that, was, that what a buck knife is? Okay. Yep. What where's the number one hundred and twenty coming into the, play? Like the model, isn't it? Oh, oh a model one. Anyway, Scream from the Scream series, which I find totally stupid. I don't know why people find those movies scary. They're still huge today. They make the the top scary list all the time. There was nothing scary about any of the Scream. I saw two of them. There's nothing scary about them at all. Uh, next up, Terry Funk and his barbed wire baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could throw in Negan from The Walking Dead if we're talking oh, barbed yeah. wire baseball bats. Yeah. Lucille, right? That, that yeah, dude is scary. I was playing with you. That's who they do mention. They don't mention Terry Funk at all, and the man's freshly dead. Negan and his barbed wire baseball bat from The Walking Dead. You like that one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
He smashes a few zombies' uh, heads in with that thing. Never saw it. I loved when he rolled up with that bat every time. Like even though like they made him such a villain in the in the TV show, every time he brought that bat out, I was like, oh yeah, here we go. You wanted him to bash some brains in, yeah, to pop out some eyeballs. Uh huh. What scary horror movie character do you root for? Because the next on the list, I root for Leatherface. I do. <laughs> in every Texas Chainsaw movie, I root for the bitch. I'm such a big fan of his. Mine is Jason. I root for him. Jason Voorhees. Yeah, I like his style. <laughs> <laughs> you like his wardrobe? Yeah. You like that hockey mask? Heck yeah. You used to have a hockey mask in the backseat of your car for the longest time. Like a Jason hockey mask. Yeah, that was stolen from me. Mine, yeah, somebody took it from me. It stinks. Isn't that sorry? It happens. It happens. It happens. They're only I'm like sorry three for bucks your loss. at the store. Also on the list of iconic weapons, Leatherface and his chainsaw of death from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I love them all, even the stupid ones. You guys probably haven't even seen the stupid ones. Mm-mm. With Matthew McConaughey no. and uh, Renee Zellweger. I believe that was part... Was that part two? Did you guys know that? that no, no, I didn't. Yeah. Um, one of the first acting gigs for both of those people, Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger, was one of the Texas Chainsaws. Again, I want to say part two. Dennis Hopper is in one of them. There are a couple that were real silly, but I still love them. I've only seen the the original and then the remake of the original where Jessica Biel's tank top should have gotten an Oscar nomination. (laughs) (laughs) Folks think that she's appealing, Jessica Biel. You don't think she didn't find her attractive? People think she's attractive, Josh. You know, I'm one of those people, I guess. I don't get it. Have you guys been seeing the new commercials for Thanksgiving? Oh, okay. Thanksgiving. Yes, I saw a commercial. It's a killer turkey and pilgrims and everything. Yeah, it, right? Yeah, it's a killer pilgrim. It's going to be a Thanksgiving horror movie. Oh, all oh. right. I'll watch that. And so there, it wasn't there already Thanksgiving yeah. with the turkey? Oh, yeah. I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Uh, another iconic weapon, and this one, again, I don't get. Freddy Krueger and his stupid bladed glove. I don't get it. I, I always found, even as a kid, I found... Freddy to just be kind of stupid. He's stupid. Oh, yeah. I thought he was. I, I enjoy Freddy. Yeah, yeah, I was terrified yeah, I like of him. him. I didn't want to sleep. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like watching Chucky. It's, Freddy Krueger is so scrawny. Just overpower the guy, for God's <laughs> sake. I'm tired of everyone running from Freddy. But you can't. You're sleeping. You can't go anywhere. That's right. You can't you, run in your dreams. Mm-hmm. Good point, Wapple. I don't believe in all that sleep stuff. I don't believe in sleep. I don't know where I'm going with this. (laughs) Uh, And finally, the fisherman's hook from I know what it was that you and your friends did over there last summer. (laughs) The fisherman's hook. Yeah. Another one that never, I thought it was silly. That was okay. It was just a bunch of really good looking people running around. Yeah, there were some good looking people. I can't think of the main character's name. Uh, Jennifer 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 Love Hewitt. Hewitt. I remember in in the movie theater, everyone laughing when they just cut to the scene where the family's having dinner, and the mom turns to uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt and says something like, "How's your snapper?" And everyone started <laughs> laughing. Did that really happen? Yeah, it was something like that. I can't remember. It was something similar to that. I was looking up lists of funny weapons in video games. You guys play a lot of video games over there. Yep. Uh-huh. Anyone play Gears of War three? Yes, sir. Have you heard of the cluck the shot? Clock shot. Ah, oh, it's not so Where you shoot familiar. exploding chickens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or apparently there's the drill bucket from Dead Rising 2. A drill, oh, bucket. drill bucket? The what, drill bucket. How do you use a drill bucket? I'm I'm wondering if it's like a nail gun and you can nail zombies to a wall or something. Well, it looks to me like you. it's a like a Home Depot bucket with drills 
on the outside, you drill bits facing in, and you put it over the head oh. and, you know, kind of drill into yeah. the brain. <laughs> uh, Dead Space 2, anybody play that one? No, never no. heard of it. There's something called the hand cannon, and it's a giant foam finger <laughs> like a, that a fan would wear at a game <laughs> that you kill people with. <laughs> And uh, the article was saying that it's a scary game, but then they throw in this comical oh, that's fun. hand <laughs> cannon. Well, I remember a weapon from a video game that was tough to beat. Back when I rented uh, the video game uh, Beavis and Butthead, they would fart yeah. on uh, people. I've yeah. never played that game. Oh, God, I, it was so long ago. Early 90s, obviously, when Beavis and Butthead were wildly popular. They made a video game. I rented it from a movie shop. And they farted on each other. I'm the only one who's ever played no, that. No, I played it. Oh, you never heard of it? I'm right about that, yeah, right? Yeah, they did, yeah. Yeah, they farted on... They farted. They also had uh, toilet plungers as weapons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Anderson would cross their path. They'd fart on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I played a, a goat simulator game for a while where you could use goats as a weapon. You could throw goats at people. A Exploding goat? goats? I'm sorry, what? Did they explode or they, you just threw them out? They just no, you just them. toss them at them. A goat simulator game. So in the game, you were a goat? Yes. It's actually really fun. People It'll take up it. a lot of time. <laughs> Who loves it? A lot of people do. Lot it's people love very it. popular. Mm-hmm. Wapple, you, you dig this one. Saints Row 4. Did you play that one? No, I was more Grand Theft Auto. Uh, they had a dubstep gun <laughs> where it fires out a beam of light. Some heavy dubstep beats <laughs> incapacitate the foes, and apparently anyone in the vicinity will fly into a rave-like trance, dancing along with the music, and you can kill them. I'm seeing a That's mention great. here on our text machine that there was a dildo sword in that same video game, Josh. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. That's funny. A dildo sword. All right, here's the deal. Uh, Cubby and I have had halfies all morning in anticipation <laughs> of discussing this concert announcement. We, we announce a lot of concerts around here. Yeah, we know that. Uh, but this one is is extra special to Josh and I. Why don't you dump it on him, uh, Cubby? Tuesday, October 22nd. Oh, we missed it. 2024. Oh, yeah. Jesus. At XL Energy Center, tickets go on sale next Friday at 10 a.m. to Iron Freaking Maiden. Coming back to town, they perform the best concert I've ever seen with Iron Maiden. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love those guys. We've got tickets you're going to forget about because, again, the concert's a year away, but we'll hold on, on to them for you. Text the word TROOPER, T-R-O-O-P-E-R, TROOPER, to 651-989-9393. That's your shot to win tickets to Iron Maiden, Tuesday, October 22nd, 2024, at XL Energy Center, furnished by our friends at Live Nations. And as I mentioned, tickets on sale next Friday at 10 a.m. Don't expect us to come to work on October 23rd, 2024. <laughs> and we're going to have a day off in February 2024 after Mr. Big as well. <laughs> you guys got a big concert year next year. I'm psyched for both of you. I know. Uh, a couple of things before we get out of here. Happy birthday to Shotgun Messiah Jesus this Sunday. He said he's going to be celebrating Nick by scoring goal number 1,001 in his beer league hockey league. Goal 1,001. I'm not buying it. <laughs> Tomorrow, I, and I really hope I'm not pronouncing this incorrectly, Alanya Marie turns 18 from her dad at AOL.com. Jesus, he texted in to say happy birthday and to let you know how proud he is. Wow. Happy birthday tomorrow to my little man, Alex, and then happy birthday to one of the best friends a guy could ever have, Shane, a.k.a. Mucho Grande, has a birthday tomorrow as well. Have a sexy weekend. The 93X Morning Show. 93. 93.
The 93X Half-Ass Morning Show podcast is sponsored by Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. New episodes drop each weekday. If your podcast platform has ratings, go ahead and give us five stars and uh, maybe give our enemies one. Thanks, and here's a word from our sponsor. Get started on your spring cleaning checklist now. With the weather warming up, it's the perfect time to get your AC tuned up with Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Get $40 off a furnace or AC tune-up or double your savings and get $80 off when you get them done at the same time. Visit standardheating.com to save now.